Ladies and gentlemen, jury, the prosecution is not going to get that man today. No, because I'm going to get him. Ladies and gentlemen, this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for your belief and trust in us. It is a Friday, the 7th day of July, 2017. We're coming to you live from our radio and television studios here in beautiful northwest Pennsylvania. Uh, a lot of news. You've got the G20 Summit. You've got the uh, Hamburg Welcome to Hell situation. You know, up so up a quarter of a million jobs in June. This, according to uh, the the uh, official government reports, a record number yeah. of 153 uh, million, 150 or 153 million, 168 thousand employed. And of course, you've got uh, you've got uh, the uh, geopolitical issues. Of course, North Korea. Uh, the ICBM launched there. You've got, uh, my goodness, where do you even start? Trump uh, met with uh, President Putin yep, today in, yep, in Russia. Yep. There's everything from uh, political commentaries and breakdowns to body language experts out there uh, trying to describe what it is they're witnessing in the meeting between Trump and, and Putin. There's uh, a lot to body language, I will say this. No, there um, is. Uh, that that show lied to me. I don't know. That was a uh, yeah. It was on Fox for three years. Yeah. Uh, it was about a guy who who started a company, an investigative company based on uh, lie detection through uh, facial cues. Well, yeah, micro expressions. That's one thing. Okay. Now I'll I'll say this: there, uh, a couple of tricks or or a couple of things. You know, the feet are the uh, uh, furthest part of. The anatomy from the brain. You, you want a lie detection? Watch someone's feet. Um, a few, kind of a couple of hints there. Also, you have to establish a baseline. In other words, um, right. certain things. You, it, you it's to, not as easy as they make it out to be. You, you have, have to, to establish you, the baseline so you know when. That's right. Uh, when you see the change, and. The stressors, yeah, the stressors, right. and, yep. and now they have the voice stress test, and then they have the well, old polygraph, which, have, but none of them are admissible in court, as there are room for error on both sides. You have people who are sociopaths who can, uh, you know, basically believe their own lies enough that they can get past uh, the testing, and then you have other types of people who are so nervous, no matter what the questions that they're asked, they will look guilty. And that's why it's not a reliable method in court. Yet it is very—I'd uh, say what ninety-eight percent of the time is probably. Accurate. You know, again, the the, the fact the, the uh, you could you could put a psychopath or a sociopath uh, hook hook up a psychopath or sociopath onto a lie detector polygraph and watch that individual fool the lie detector, and, and it's—I mean. Look, the the average person is not going to be able to uh, fool a lie detector, and, and more than likely not a voice stress analysis uh, device. But I'm in favor of good old fashioned 
uh, gumshoe work as opposed to relying on, on machinery. Now, you know, of course, you're not going to be dragging the, dragging along with you a, uh, uh, you know, 4,000 pound, we'll say, an MRI to, to watch the various aspects of the brain light up, uh, when someone is talking to you or you're interviewing someone. But, but yeah, you know, the, the body language experts, I, I would not rely too much on that. That's how we get started in this conversation with respect to what's going on in, um, what you see. Because you, you talk about editing out of context. Yeah. And, and this is one thing, uh, Ted Brower's our guest, uh, or actually running a shotgun the entire uh, show with us. And he's, he's got some great, uh, news information analysis. But I just want to say this. The, uh, uh, the, the news media will take snippets of video, and this is true without any reservation. I say this, and then they will selectively edit the video, especially on the G20 or mm-hmm. visible meetings, include in this case the G20. Now, what uh, people like uh, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, and Center for Medical Progress have done. They don't selectively edit. What they do no, they is they edit for content, edit for for relevance. Right. They don't edit to to misrepresent the content. They edit for the relevance of the content. That's right. Same thing with the Center for for Medical Progress. They never edit it. I just said that. Were you listening? Yeah. Okay. I mean, just like they. But on the other side, when you have, uh, you know, this is why Trump a lot of times won't talk to uses Twitter. Instead of talking to the mainstream media, these people will edit, deceptively edit what he says to take it out of context. And, and, and you know, Joe, I, I will say this. I, I thought, uh, earlier, I thought Donald Trump just needed to stop, get off Twitter. I really thought that. A lot of people but, do. But you know what? I think it's brilliant right now because he's talking directly to the people. Right. He, he, there's no, uh, control over what he says, it is really from the heart or from the mind, regardless of what. It doesn't matter what you think about Donald he Trump. He does have an okay. ego, but yeah. Oh, of course he. Well, Twitter it, is a, is a look, great you, tool. In my view, if if, if anybody who is running for president, you got to be like a really whacked out dude or dudette to to want to be a president yeah. of, of the country, um, because you're not certainly not doing it for the money. Uh, no. <laughs> no. He actually gave but, his first paycheck away to, uh, it's on Hagman Report from a few days ago to a, a veterans group. Um, well, that's good. That's like, good. Yeah, as he promised, he was going to give away his, his uh, presidential salary. Okay. Uh, be, before we, before we bring Ted on, I just want to say this. I want to, I want to thank everyone who is part of the Hagman and the Hagman Report, uh, network. Uh, a very special thanks to Eric the Tech for all he has done. And is doing, uh, folks, we have some exciting news coming up. Uh, exciting announcements. We're not going to get into them today. I'm just going to say that we've got some very, very great things that, that will be taking place. Um, I also want to officially reconfirm the fact that we have through the Northeast Intelligence Network, a group of, of volunteer investigators or investigators who are working um, because they are patriotic Americans who, are, who have who have and continue to infiltrate various uh, communist, Islamic, and other seditious groups all across the United States. Yeah, we're not talking about uh, ex-mall security guards who got no you know spy glasses out of Cracker Jack boxes here. Uh, we're talking about 
real deal investigators. And, you know, I, I feel very, um, honored and I'm humbled to be able to not direct them, but, but just to be, just to coordinate their efforts, um, under the banner of the Northeast Intelligence Network. And, and here's, just very quickly, here's how this is going to work. Um, and I've been talking about HomelandSecurityUS.com coming alive again. Remember back at, right after uh, 9-11, I, I started that site to monitor Arabic language uh, websites that were posting very inflammatory and seditious material and even plans. And we had turned that over to the FBI and in some cases directly to the CIA, but but primarily the FBI. Oh, and, and, and that turning that information over did so much help. I mean, the FBI and the feds, you know, they went right in there and shut down all those Islamic <laughs> training camps. And, uh, yeah, but, but yeah, <laughs> which earned which earned me an honorable mention by uh, Sheikh Mubarak Ali Jalani from uh, uh, Jamaat al Fukra group, and uh, that his religious statement against me is still still online. But but having said all of that, and, and by the way, we did, and and I will say this. Can I prove this? No, uh, no. But I, I will. I will tell you this: that our information stopped at least one domestic and at least two green zone. Remember that Iraq attacks uh, back in the day. The green zone was the the American safe American, zone that yes, was set up yes. in Iraq during yes. the uh, uh, Iraq war in, in two thousand and three. And I I would attribute um, both of those to the intelligence of one investigator who went by the name of Archangel. And uh, this is the only time in, uh, in henceforth where uh, code names will be used or, or not the real names will be used because these we're talking deep cover intelligence and investigative assets and operatives embedded within groups like Antifa, uh, Revcom, and other groups. Now, uh I, I will mention this as well. When they go in, when when these investigators go in, uh, there are a lot of places are no. Uh, well, they will frisk you. They will. They will. They will pat you down. Okay. Are we talking about the airport? We're, no, or? we're talking about these groups that have meetings. Remember when the Weather Underground had meetings? They will. Uh, we're talking similar meetings that are taking place today. They will pat no, you down. You yeah. And so, where's the video? Well, you, you may see some video from you know outside of these venues, but inside, recording devices, video, cell phones ain't happening. In fact, they they make you put your cell phone in a locked uh, safe, portable safe, in some cases. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to kind violate like any operational meeting with Paul McGuire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Real quick yeah. before we bring Ted on, I don't know how many people saw this today. Uh, remember, uh, Mr. Hassan, Nadal Hassan, the Fort Hood shooter? I do. Who committed the atrocious act of worse workplace violence that left 13 dead and 31 wounded at Fort Hood? Yeah. He was sentenced to death today. Uh, by, and, by, by, uh, federal? Uh, yeah, in Fort, uh, today in Fort Hood, Texas, Nadal Hassan, the Army psychiatrist, convicted in November of '09 of shooting on a shooting rampage that left 13 dead and 31 wounded, was sentenced to death 
Wednesday by a military jury. Okay, military jury. Okay, that's much different, of course. So I, I think there goes the meme of workplace violence. Okay, you cannot have it both ways. So there it is. All right. Um, just one more thing, getting back to uh, Northeast Intelligence Network. I just want to say that that uh, we are we are being respectful with respect to the, the uh, intelligence and information we get. We provide it to the appropriate agencies first. Verify that there is number one um, action being taken, and number two that uh, um, oh, we make some certain verifications, and then of course we publish. We will be publishing. We will begin publishing our findings to the public very soon. And so I watch that. And the reason I mention that is you don't want to find. You've got to. There are ways to do investigations, and I know people are out there with uh, a camera, walking around with a camera, and giving real-time investigative results. Now, there's a very positive, uh, there's very, there's a very, there's some good, good to that. There's some positive stuff to that. And then there are some very, not just off-putting, but very dangerous aspects to that. And when I say dangerous, you can be your own worst enemy. I suppose that might be the best way to say it. So, um, we don't do it that way. We, we do not furnish the real time intelligence only because I've, I've seen this happen in the past and it could be, it can go sideways. It puts people yeah, in jeopardy. Everybody in jeopardy. It, 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 and especially not, not just the innocent people, but the actual people who are involved in the investigation. So having said all of that, I wanted to get all that in there and I want to say that, uh, I want to, one last thing. Folks, we are a listener supported show. I'm at, I, and, and I'm not afraid to ask. We are beginning to outpace our supply lines. We've got so many people. Uh, we do cover the expenses of the investigators if they have to, um, get into, or if they've got to travel, if they've got to stay overnight, we've got to, uh, so we cover that. We cover a lot of expenses we don't normally cover. Uh, we are attempting now, and you, we, this is going to be, we're not going to announce this right now, but we're, we're growing in other ways as well. Broadcast wise, um, and you, you should see that so, before the month end. Yes, you. Thank you, Joe. Yes, yes. And we are also um, increasing judiciously increasing our staff. Um, but again, this is only for the effect of the the, the effect of this uh, in order to bring you a better product, a better. So when you at the end of the three hour segment or show, you would be able to say, okay. I learned something. I, I I know more now than I did before. And we are also, if you look at our uh, YouTube channel, we are also segmenting our broadcasts. So having said all of that, this does take money. We're outpacing our supply lines. We ask if if you have it, uh, if you can help, if you can help support our broadcast, please do so. There's a PayPal link on our website. Uh, we we pray over every investment we make in terms of expansion in terms of operation we we agonize over it but we pray over it we look at it and say do we really need this can it be done less expensive can it? so but at the end of the day our goal is to inform you to bring um, to bring as many people into the 
Christian worldview as possible and to fight the good fight, to expose the, the pedophiles, to uh, expose the evil, to expose the uh, in communist and, and infiltration in our government in this addition to do what other others are not doing and we also do we also help out others who are doing the same and i just want to say thank you if you've already helped us and are helping us thank you beyond any i mean i just from the bottom of our hearts thank you um and if you and if you see if you can see to it we certainly would be open for additional uh assistance as well we promise a good product and if you can't uh donate uh, monetarily, the prayers are something that uh, we're just so blessed to have a, an audience out there who who uh, prays for us, and and we we can't thank you guys enough for doing that, and and so showing support by uh, spreading the word about the show to your friends and family by word of mouth. Word of mouth is the most popular form of and most effective form of advertising, and so many emails that we do get. Um, it is, you know, we uh, I'll read. Uh, my my cousin or my aunt, you know, turned me on to your show, and I listen every night now, and it's so wonderful. And I tell all my friends about it, and uh, you know, we can't thank you guys enough for doing that. Absolutely, so thank you for all your support, however it comes, even if it's just by listening to the show. And and, and that and that's it. And um, you know, we are not a ministry; we are an informational uh, broadcasting platform. However, we bring ministers in and. The pastors and and uh, and the like in in order to provide that Christian worldview, and we also bring movers and shakers like Ted Brower, who know I mean know more than I could ever. Uh, T- Ted Brower has probably forgotten more than I will ever know for, uh, on so many subjects. I could tell you that right now. He's he's a he's a star. Uh, he really is, and he's a good friend of the program. He supports this program. And he, uh, his products are, are second to none, healthmasters.com. That's his website. And, and Eric, if you can, or if you don't mind, and folks, we are going to skip the bottom of the hour break because we've already taken up a lot of, uh, Ted's time and, and I don't, I, I want to give him the full benefit of the show. So we'll skip the, this bottom of the hour break. And I want to thank Global Star Radio Network for allowing us to do that. And I also want to welcome those people watching on YouTube and listening via Blog Talk Radio. Ted Brower, thank you so very much for your patience as we walk through those uh, uh, announcements. You know. Oh, Doug, Joe, my pleasure. Uh-huh. I love being on with you guys. And I want to address a few things in the news real quick if I can. You were talking about the G20 summit. A lot of my friends who are quote, quote, on, kind of on the liberal side, not, I don't have a lot of those, but a few of them have sent me emails now and texts and telling me that it's Donald Trump is the reason that these protests are so massive. That's not true. When the G20 summit met with Obama, they were massive protests also. So this has nothing to do with Donald Trump. It's the world is waking up and the world is beginning to realize that these G20 countries are pretty much telling everybody else what to do and they're all being controlled by their central banks and they don't want to have that happen any longer. Now, number two I wanted to address, Doug, is that you said that a lot of these videos that you're watching and a lot of these outtakes are being edited. Let me give you a perfect example of that. Uh, there's a, there's a, there used to be a TV evangelist. Uh, his name was Robert Schuler. He had a thing called the Crystal Cathedral out of California. And he was kind of like a, 
Zig Ziglar of, 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 of uh, or Joel Osteen, so to speak. And I know a lot of people don't like Joel Osteen, but a lot of people love Zig Ziglar. And I knew Robert Schuler, and they asked me to come speak at the Crystal Cathedral for their TV broadcast. In fact, his son is the one who did that. Now, the old Robert Schuler, Robert Schuler Sr., he's, he's, he died several years ago. They, they brought me out there back in the 90s, and they interviewed me in front of the congregation there at the Crystal Cathedral. And I did, I worked, I did on the top 10 foods never to eat, et cetera. And what was interesting about this is I went back in the back with their producer. And this is a pretty liberal congregation being in California. I mean, he really didn't emphasize Jesus. I know a lot of stuff about Robert Schuler that you guys don't want to know if you guys are fans. And what was, what, what, in, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. In fact, I know him personally. But what was interesting about this is I was in there talking to the producer and they had had Colin Powell on like a month earlier. And Colin Powell was out there at that point. Colin Powell was a Republican. He was extremely conservative at that point, we all thought. And he, Colin Powell was a friend of mine. And what ended up happening is when Colin Powell was speaking at the Crystal Cathedral, he received a very cold response. But when they aired him on the TV show, they edited in the entire crowd standing and applauding for him, Doug and Joe. It never happened. They never stood and applauded for Colin Powell. They basically did not applaud at all, if just a minimum amount, and they never stood. So they had another guest come in one day who they all stood up and applauded for that guest, and they used the footage from the crowd standing and applauding, and they edited that in for Colin Powell's reception at the Crystal Cathedral. I know that to be a fact. So this so this is the kind of stuff they do on a regular basis. And it was interesting and it was interesting to me because I had I didn't realize how many quote unquote medical professionals were in that crowd that day when I was speaking and I just straight called out the top ten foods never to eat. And I'll never forget what happened. I had flown out to California to do this show. It was the large one of the largest T V broadcasts in the world at that point, had one of the biggest coverage footprints. And I'll never forget Robert Schuller Junior, who was a friend of mine, interviewed me on the platform and because of the controversy nature of me telling the truth that nutrition affected health, which is what I was promoting, which I have always promoted, they refused to air the show on their networks. They refused to air it. They did the show, and it did not pass the editorial board, so I was not even aired. I was able to speak at the Crystal Cathedral, but the show was never aired. So these guys will do whatever they need to do to do what they to make you say what they want you to say. And of course now the Crystal Cathedral is no longer there. It's been sold off. And I think it got sold to a Catholic church over there, the diocese in California. The senior Schuler's gone. He's he's passed away and the Robert Schuler Jr. is doing something else now. But what's interesting about this is they also relied on listener support. And what ended up happening is they ended up not getting enough listener support and they ended up going off the air. Now this is why the reason I wanted to bring tie all this together was this, guys. Doug and Joe Hagman, they're the real deal. These guys are like in the middle of the trenches, like with me and my son Austin, and they're really giving you good information on a daily basis throughout the month. They're always on TV. And you guys, you guys who don't do the radio shows, I know a lot of people who do radio shows or podcasts are listening tonight, but if you don't understand how much time it takes to prep for one show and the associated staff that has to be in place, especially for a huge broadcast like Hagman and Hagman, especially when you're on YouTube and you're on cameras, you've got crew, all of this stuff costs money, guys. Now, Robert Schuler would always come on and say, you know, you know, send money, your donations, etc. We don't do all of that on our show and we don't do all that. You know, when we're promoting our, you know, stuff, we just ask you to support Health Masters. And so, guys, I want you to support Hagman and Hagman. 
I want to have this platform that they've developed get huge. I want them to be one of the largest networks. There's absolutely no reason they can't be as big as Alex Jones. There's no reason for that. But we have to have your support to allow that to happen. If everybody listening gave a dollar, just a dollar, and don't tell me a dollar will affect your lifestyle because it will not, and I know that. You can give either via a debit card or a credit card on PayPal, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, whatever you can afford to support this broadcast, please do so. If everybody listening tonight simply gave a dollar, it would cover all of the expenses and allow for massive, massive expansion. This allows Doug and Joe to continue to have a commercial-free broadcast. If you listen to GCN, and I'm not picking on GCN because all stations are pretty much like this, every seven to eight minutes, sometimes every two to three minutes, they're going to give you a one to three minute commercial, sometimes four to five minute commercial, and you basically get about 35 minutes worth of news in a one-hour broadcast. That's not what Doug and Joe do. They're very select on the sponsors they allow to bring on. As far as the products they have, they always bring the best stuff to you guys, and they haven't turned this thing into an every three or four minutes you have to listen to a commercial. Because, guys, that really affects the continuity of the show. When a person's on a roll and they have to stop in the middle of the roll just to have a commercial, it's frustrating. I know when I did the uh, show for the late Joyce Riley, the Power Hour, way back when, two or three years ago, I remember I was so frustrated, Doug, Joe, I'd bring a guest on, and I would basically be sitting there, and I'll, I'd be listening to commercials like for an hour and a half and a three-hour show, and I finally thought, this is nuts. I said, who in the world can listen to this? And a lot of other talk show hosts, they've done the same thing. And so, guys, listen to me. Promote Hagman Hagman to your friends. Tell everybody about this show and tell them about the Ted Nelson Brower Show, which premieres or plays immediately following this show tonight, and tell everybody to support Hagman and Hagman. And don't tell me you don't have a dollar. For heaven's sakes, if you don't if you don't have a dollar, I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> okay, oh my gosh. I mean, you've got to have the ability. To, I'm, not, I'm not even joking. I mean, you want my address, Ted? Probably. Yeah, I'll probably have to send you a dollar, Joe. But but the whole thing is, guys. Don't be that person. The Bible says that a workman is worth his wages. And the programming that Hagman and Hagman bring you every single night, and you know, and the, and the, and the, it's basically unedited. I mean, this is live radio and nobody's scripted. I mean, so you get the, the, the truth of what's happening. Like my friends are trying to blame everything, like I said earlier, on Donald Trump with the G20 summit. No, everybody's had enough of the G20 summit. And quite frankly, all of these guys are running around wearing masks. You don't know who in the world they are. They're probably the same groups that Soros brings in from all over the world. Who knows if he ran a Twitter feed over in Germany or Spain or whatever and paid everybody's expenses to come protest. Nobody knows what's really going on over there. And also, this, so this is so important, guys. The people that are protesting in Germany right now, because I did see a protest in Dresden last year when I was there, and it was probably had about two, three thousand people I talked about on your show, and they were talking about they wanted they were pro-Muslim immigration and they were against trying to ban Muslims. This is the craziest thing you've ever heard, guys. I'm not picking on Muslims, guys, but you have a culture from the Middle East and from North Africa that's diametrically opposed to the culture of Europe. Uh, they drove the Muslims out back in the 1400s. In the last, I believe it was in 1492, they handed over the keys to Alhambra in Spain. And they, they drove the last more stronghold out. Guys, the, the Muslims, when they come in and they're the soldiers that are coming in, and they're hardcore, hardcore Sharia law, they don't want to come in and assimilate. They want to come in and change and force the population to change. I don't know what the heck's going on with Angela Merkel, why she's so stuck on stupid that she's not seeing this, but she has come on radio and TV and on the Internet and on interviews and said that within 30 years that Germany will be a Muslim nation. Now, guys... If that's okay with Germany and they're willing to continue to keep her in office, that's entirely up to her. But, guys, 
I want to keep our Christian country that we have, that we developed through the Protestant work ethic back in the 15, 16, 17, 1800s, and realize that this country is something that's never been seen on this planet before. And we've got to continue to expose the tyranny that's corrupted our planet and our country. And we have to show everybody that this kind of stuff is not okay. So I just want to kind of promote you guys for a little bit on that, Joe. But then I've got a whole bunch of other stuff that we can talk about tonight. We can start with nutrition, if you guys like. And I also want to talk about the 5G network and what they're really doing with the 5G network. I want to tie this all together in a nice little bundle, why this is being released. Plus, the last 30 minutes of the show tonight, you guys stay tuned. We're going to take phone calls. Any health health questions, any health concerns? Phone calls, and we're going to take them as quick as we possibly can because the last time we did this was, what, three or four months ago? We had an overwhelming response, Doug and Joe, and I want to do that from 9.30 Eastern Standard Time on until 10. We're going to take as many phone calls as we can, so if you've been trying to get in touch with me or Joe or Doug or you have a problem that you can't correct, please write it down, read it to us, keep it very short and succinct, and I'll give you solutions if we have one from a nutritional standpoint. So, guys, wherever you want to go, we can go with national and international news right now. We can go with the 5G network, or we can start on the health stuff. Your show, what do you want to do? Well, Ted, I just want to start by um, backing up something that you just mentioned about Germany and how uh, Merkel said in 30 years it would be a Muslim nation. I've been doing some research on the, the rise and fall of governments uh, from Babylon to Rome. And uh, one study I came across shows the number of similarities uh, between Rome and the United States uh, from economic mismanagement to social entitlement, decay of the military. And they say one of the major economic downfalls of Rome was inflation. And also it was uh, a for- different forms of, of social welfare where you uh, saw revenue being raised on, on what they'd call the middle class. And uh, and this would fall into the entitlements. And the, the, the weight of the tax burden fell largely on the middle class which led to, uh, you know, the destructions of societies. And then on top of that, war, uh, you know, brought down, was a number, those were the number of the factors that brought down Rome. And we are on a similar path here in the United States as we see, uh, you know, the inflation issue with our, with our dollar and, you know, the, the war-based economy. So it's very, it would be very beneficial to people to uh, do some research on, the, the uh, you know best countries in history, the best governments in history, from Babylon to Rome, uh, you know to Greece, to see what it was that made them so great, and at the same time that made them f- uh, fall, and then look at that compared to where we are as a country. Okay. Oh gosh, that you're going to get me cranked up on this one, Joe. Number one, Babylonian money magic, synagogue of Satan, uh, Rome. They basically had their money supply fractionated like we've done in our country. It destroyed the country through debt. I mean, whenever you allow these bankers to come in and start messing with the money supply, start using fractional reserve banking or Babylonian money magic, it's also known, I think, but Paul McGuire's called it that multiple times. You allow them to come in and take control of the country, and it becomes unsustainable. Like, let's look at, let's look at Illinois for a second. We covered this on my show today with Austin. Illinois basically at this point tried to have a massive increase in state income tax, which was vetoed. Now, what's interesting about this is that it was vetoed or didn't pass, I don't remember. But what happened is this. Illinois, because of their legacy costs, because of pensions and all the stuff they're doing in the entire state, 
has basically gone bankrupt. Now, what do I mean by that? When you have a state employee has a very secure job with health care, et cetera, a lot of times these state employees in some cities and in some states, when they retire after 20 to 30 years, they get up to 50% of their income for the rest of their life. Now, when you first do that in the first few generations, it's easy to handle that on a tax burden. But what happens is over a period of time with more and more and more and more people start basically retiring, you have a higher legacy cost, that's what these are called, than you do on people that are actually on current payroll. This is what happened with General Motors, one of the reasons it filed bankruptcy years ago. And so this is what's happening in Illinois, this is what's happening in California. Then you throw the social welfare programs in and you tell people, hey, by the way, you don't have to work. We're going to give you money for free. You basically allow them to go ahead and get into the tax rolls as far as a recipient of the money being paid in by those who work. So what ends up happening is exactly what you said, Joe. Every country that tries to implement these Babylonian money practices ends up going into a situation in which it becomes insolvent. It simply can't pay its debt any longer. With the derivatives being done in U.S. currency now over in the quadrillions of dollars, you know, with hundreds of trillions of dollars literally on the books with the Social Security funds, et cetera, in the United States and all of these pensions that aren't able to be funded, this is where the United States is headed. In fact, Ron Paul said he would not doubt if we had a massive drop in the stock market within the next 90 days. Now, whether that happens or not, I don't know. I don't like giving dates like that. But here's the thing. We can't continue doing what they did in Rome. The reason the Rome fell, my dad, I asked him one time, I said, Dad, why did Rome fall? And he says, they stopped raising little Romans. We stopped raising little Americans. We no longer have patriotism. We no longer have a work ethic. We have basically taught our kids to sit around and play on iPods and iPhones all day and not even get outside and do yard work or help. Uh, yesterday we had to cut the hedges at my office. We had some hedges that were cherry laurel that had grown to like 25 feet tall. They had completely overwhelmed the parking area of the office. They hadn't been cut in years as far as from a top being topped. And so we had ended up bringing a crew in to basically cut the doggone hedges down and move them to the road to be hauled off. It was like a whole day affair. What ended up happening is I sent my 14-year-old daughter and my 18-year-old son to basically drag limbs to the road in which they had to do this until 9.30 last night. I had neighbors walking up to me last night and asking, what in the world is up with your kids? We can't even get our kids to do the dishes. Your kids are out doing like manual physical labor until 9.30 at night, and they've never complained one time. We've stopped raising little Americans in the United States. We've stopped teaching them the Protestant work ethic. When Lyndon Johnson came in, he developed this great society program. It took low-income whites and low-income blacks, and it forever impoverished them into sometimes decades and decades of basically uh, welfare. And we've taught them that it's okay to be living off the state proceeds and that we don't have to require anything from them as far as productivity. Guys, it doesn't work. The Bible says if you don't work, you don't eat. So my kids have learned a long time ago, if they want benefits, they have to work. And then last night, the lady, one of our neighbors was a hairdresser, and Savannah wanted to get her number because she wants to get her hair done, right, my 14-year-old. And the lady said, well, just give me your cell phone number, and you can go, I'll, I'll text you my information. And Savannah goes, I don't have a cell phone. Dad won't let me have a cell phone. I don't have an iPhone. I don't have any cell phone at all. And I walked over. I said, why does she need a cell phone? She's 14. She's not driving anywhere. I said, our children don't get cell phones when they're 10 years old. She goes, well, my son's 10-year-old, and he has a cell phone. He has an iPhone. I said, well, that's right, but your, your son is inside, and he's not even coming out to work. He won't do anything. He said he won't stay. He stays in front of the iPad or the iPhone all day or the TV all day and refuses to do any work. Guys, 
This is the generation that we're raising. This snowflake generation that we currently have in the school systems. May the good Lord help this country when these guys are in control and in charge because these guys are so politically correct, they nauseate me. You say one thing to them, they start crying. It's absolutely awful. We've got to start going back, Joe, to talk about what you just mentioned and start raising little Americans again. And that's what this show is all about. Raising little Americans and making people realize it's not okay not to work. It's not okay not to eat healthy. It's not okay to be 20, 30, 40, 50, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 pounds overweight. That's not okay. Nobody ever wrote down that that's okay. And we have to remember our health is our most valuable asset. And we have to take care of it. We have to treat it accordingly. But right now, we have so many Americans that are so sick, Joe. And let me, let me read this. Is a, this is an interesting and, article. I, you know, go ahead. If I can jump in real quick, Ted, one of the, the things of the study on Rome uh, versus the United States today that I found so interesting, it states how Rome was also founded as, as a republic and on republic ideology. But they said when it uh, began its decline, just like in the U.S., they found uh, similarities. One, economic mismanagement, right. uh, decay in the military strength, and they also said an influx of varying cancers and illnesses. Mm-hmm. And this was from Rome. Yeah, and also they had varying people come in. See, the culture itself was degraded because of the influx of massive amounts of migration into Rome. Rome at that time was, you know, several thousand years ago, was a city of close to a million people, according to historians that I've read. And that's a huge, huge city. I mean, that's monstrous for those kinds of times. That's when the Colosseum was there. And what we have to understand something, guys, is that, you know, when you have economic mismanagement, when you have other cultures coming in, look, look what happened to Solomon. Look what happened to King Solomon, the wisest man in the world, when he started marrying all these women from all these other nations and bringing in all these other concubines from all these other nations. And they brought all this black magic witchcraft into his doggone palace, and he started listening to them and started being involved in all of that mess and fell away from God for a time until he repented and came back later on in his life. Guys, it's so important that we stay focused on what we know from the Word of God. You know, we have to realize that we can do all things through Christ to strengthen us. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes, it says that the only thing that matters is to serve God and obey His commandments. It's not about getting stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. Stuff's nice. It's nice having a nice house or a nice car or having some decent clothes or whatever, though I don't really get dressed up much anymore. I kind of enjoy being relaxed. But the reality is this. I mean, it's nice to have that stuff, but guys, when you check out of here, you're leaving all that stuff behind. You know, you're coming in this world naked, you're pretty much leaving as your spirit when you walk away from your body and when you, when you basically leave. So it doesn't matter about stuff. Stuff shouldn't be our primary goal. Our primary goal should be, should be, should be to serve God and obey His commandments and to raise a legacy child, a child that's going to stand for God, for the principles of the Word of God. Every morning I get up, and I'm not trying to say that I'm any better than anybody else because I certainly don't believe that, but every morning, the first thing we do in the, in the morning, but most of the time before we even have breakfast, is we have prayer time. And it may be 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, depends on how long we have a family talk before the prayer time, but everybody, all the kids, pray out loud every morning when we have our prayer time, out loud. Nobody gets to do a little silent prayer. Everybody has to pray. You say, why do you do that? I'm doing that because I want them to do that with their children. I want to have them raising champion kids. I mean, Harrison just graduated valedictorian of the collegiate high school class. 130 kids, the top kids in our county, went to high school and college at the same time. Harrison was valedictorian of that group. Now you say, why did it happen? Well, because we raised him in a disciplined household as far as making sure he did what he said he was going to do. And secondly, we made sure he had the right nutrients for his brain. And third, we made sure he had good study habits. And this is what we taught these kids how to do. Plus, these kids weren't immunized. Always remember that. 
My, my, none of my children have been immunized. Austin had one shot one time, got unbelievably sick from a tetanus shot, and that's the end of that for me and the rest of these kids. Because, guys, it's not worth it to me to put poisons and toxins into their brain and aluminum adjuvants into their brain and dumb them down as far as from an IQ standpoint and cause all types of autoimmune diseases, which we're going to discuss in just a few moments. But also one more thing I want to read to you that ties right together with what happened with Rome, and this is an extract from Thomas Jefferson's letter to H. Tompkins. This is a letter that was actually written by Thomas Jefferson at Monticello, July the 12th, 1816. Quote, I am not among those who fear the people, they are they and not the rich, are our dependents for continued freedom. And that he's got this old English in us, so you have to just kind of listen to it, and to preserve their independence. We must not let our rulers load us with perpetual debt. If we run into such debts as that we maybe must be taxed in our meat, our food, and our drink, in our necessities, and our comforts, and our labors, and our amusements, our callings, and our creeds, as the people of England are, our people, like them, must come to labor 16 hours out of 24 hours, 16-hour workdays, and give the earnings of 15 hours of their work to the government for their debts and daily expenses, and the 16th being sufficient, insufficient to afford us bread. We must live as they do now on oatmeal and potatoes. This is from Thomas Jefferson because he's warning because he knew about the money things. He, he was one of the strongest advocates against the central bank because he knew what it would do and what the Rothschilds had done to Europe and to England. So he was trying to warn the people this in 1816, you know, some 30 years after the independence you know, of the United States, a little bit over longer than that. This is Thomas Jefferson's already pretty old when he wrote this. But guys, it's so important that we realize that we have to stay true to the founding fathers. Like you said, Joe, Rome was founded as a republic. But then it started losing its ability to be a republic when it started taxing its people into this nightmare. And then pretty soon Caesar became Caesar and became a dictator. This is what happened with Rome. We can't allow our federal government to get so large and so bloated and so full of bureaucracy that it can do anything it wants to do to us whenever it wants to do to us and not be checked. Guys, we all had a huge breath of fresh air when Hillary Clinton didn't win. But now we've got to keep Donald Trump's feet to the fire and make sure he does everything he possibly can to do everything he, in his abilities to correct the situation that's been caused by all of these years of mismanagement. And I include Bush Sr. I include Clinton. I include Bush Jr. and Barack Obama. This is when that group of power-hungry people that were aligned with Hitler through Prescott Bush took power and have basically run the United States into a ditch. Now, Trump has put a lot of the same people back into power, especially Guttlieb in the FDA. That all needs to be checked. Now, I don't know what Trump's trying to do. I think he's trying to stay alive in a shark full of, in a, in a tank full of great white swimming in his, in a, you know, in the middle of this mess. So I'm hoping, Doug and Joe, that he's going to continue to work to the best of his ability to try to correct and undo a lot of these things that have happened in the last 20, 30 years. But guys, Scalise, when he was shot a few weeks ago, and now he's back in the hospital in intensive care, remember the day he was shot was the day they were coming to a vote about massively reducing the amount of regulation on silencers and everything else with guns in the United States. That's a huge legislation that had been lobbied for, and that was the day they were going to debate that and get it passed and get it pushed through. That's the day he got shot. And always remember, guys, it has not been brought back up again for debate or for discussion. So we have to keep this thing in our minds, in our prayers, and pray this guy recovers from all this stuff, guys. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's to me it's no coincidence that shooting. Um, I, I just... 
of all the of all the places that the venues of all the targets of all the uh, and how the entire thing went down. Um, I, I just have a lot of questions with respect to that, but I find it very interesting that that bill, as well as a, a few others, including but not limited to pedogate uh, human trafficking that's, that's right, as well. That's right. You know, so and by the way, folks, uh, if you do make some time to listen to uh, Ted and Austin's show today, uh, I do it every day, but today especially because I, I thought today uh, you guys were exceptionally brilliant with respect to uh, uh, at least the topic of Illinois. I wanted to make sure I got that in there, but but nonetheless, uh, yeah, it's it's wow, just wow. Go ahead, Ted. Okay, uh, real quick, I want to cover something real quick. I want to talk about why so many people are so sick in the United States. This article was written by a guy by the name of Papia, and what, it's almost like one of my books that I wrote years ago. In fact, I've got a, in fact, I've got a special offer for you guys tonight. So let me mention one book real quick. My book, my international bestseller, had close to a million copies sold. I've got a couple of boxes left of hard copies, a couple boxes. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to send a signed book to everyone who orders $300 worth of stuff for free. So in other words, when you order $300 of stuff, you're going to get this. It's a $20 book, hard copy. I mean, hard book. It's a hardback signed by me. Everybody gets one who orders $300 worth of stuff on the next, in the next week. We also have a Doug 5 coupon right now for 5% off everything. These are all the non-sale items. Plus we have our superfood complete on sale for over 30% off. This has been a huge seller. And this is just, and we decided just to really just promote this one really hard tonight with your show is 30% off. This is a product that basically represents an advanced comprehensive approach to supporting the body's detox process. It contains amino acids, micronutrients, a whole bunch of vitamins and minerals, essential fats, and metabolic cofactors as an indispensable adjunct to an effective detox program. We're all being poisoned by so much junk in the environment. This one really helps to detoxify your body. The combination of peat and rice protein makes this a basically a vegeta- vegetarian product. It's not GMO protein source that is easily digested and achieves an amino acid score of 100%, a measure of how efficiently a protein meets the protein synthesis needs of children and adults. It does not contain any milk, soy, wheat, corn, or animal-based protein. I love this product. It's almost like a it's just a phenomenal protein drink in the morning. That's 30% off. It's called our basically superfood complete. Plus, if you order $300 worth of stuff, you get a 30%. Uh, I'm sorry, if you order, th- if you order $300 stuff, you get a signed Maximum Energy book. And basically, we're going to have a sale on the superfood complete for over 30% off. So, And Doug5 is the coupon on all non-sale items. But let's talk right now why Americans are so sick. In the early 1900s, Doug, infectious diseases were the leading cause of death in the United States. Tuberculosis, pneumonia, uh, diarrhea, this caused like 30% of the deaths. However, by the end of the 20th century, deaths from chronic diseases such as heart disease, cancer, and stroke have replaced the deaths from infectious diseases. The U.S. has also been experiencing an epidemic of autoimmune diseases. The prevalence of various autoimmune diseases that involve brain and immune system dysfunction, such as celiac disease, lupus, multiple sclerosis, type 1 diabetes, is also is so, so common that it's been normalized. Considering that the public that chronic degenerative diseases are now the leading cause of death and disability in the U.S., it is puzzling. Now, this is really interesting. It is puzzling that public health officials continue to focus their efforts on preventing infectious diseases through vaccination. 
but appear to be considerably or less concerned about the prevalence of chronic illness and autoimmune diseases. In other words, they're trying to get optometrists now and pharmacists to start giving flu shots to people and trying to get everybody injected with more and more and more vaccines, Doug and Joe, but they're not even addressing the fact of what's causing all of this death and disease in the United States. They're acting like it's 1900, and we have infectious diseases like tuberculosis and pneumonia and, and that are killing people. Chronic diseases are the leading cause of death and disability in the United States. Chronic diseases such as heart disease, cancer, chronic lung disease, a lot of that's from the chemtrails, by the way, stroke, type 2 diabetes account for most, most deaths in the United States. These diseases are responsible for 7, to 10 de- 7 out of 10 deaths in Americans each year. In 2011, last time we have statistics on this, 171 million people, more than half the population of America, had at least one or more chronic disease. I'm going to repeat that. 170 million, 1 million, had a, that's half the population had more one chronic disease. Chronic diseases and disabilities among children and adolescents are escalating. The rate of chronic health conditions among children in the U.S. has increased from 12.8% to 26%. That's one in four, particularly for asthma, obesity, and behavior and learning problems. Epidemiological studies show that one in four children or 15 to 18 million children under the age of 17 years of age suffer from chronic health problems. Autoimmune diseases are among the most prevalent diseases in the U.S., affecting more than 23 million Americans, particularly women. More than 80 autoimmune diseases have been identified. The most common of these affecting Americans are type 1 diabetes, lupus, MS, rheumatoid arthritis, and celiac disease. Historically, autoimmune diseases have not been common. This is something that we have to understand. The prevalence of both autoimmune diseases and allergies has been increasing in the U.S. since the 50s. Now, there are a lot of theories about this, and one of my reasons that I say this is happening, Doug and Joe, is because of the massive increase of immunizations in people and in children. When you take a product that contains soy or peanut or whatever and you inject it into the body, you create an allergen on that body. This is what they do in these immunizations. These are called adjuvants and they increase the infection at the, in- at the injection site to supposedly increase the antibody production. The problem is if you inject that directly into the muscle, when these antibodies come by to pick this stuff up, they'll pick up a percentage of your muscle or connective tissue with it and they create antibodies against your own tissue or muscle causing a lot of these autoimmune diseases. This is one of the theories that says this is happening and that's directly because of immunizations and this massive increase we've had in these immunizations which we'll talk about more in a few minutes plus it's also about the GMO foods when you start taking foods and you start soaking them in glyphosate like corn and soybeans and wheat before they're harvested you put this glyphosate into the food supply it poisons the population and we've done extensive shows on that I'm not going to do that tonight in which I've gone back into the actual research that was done by Monsanto back in the back in the 70s that was released through the Freedom of Information Act showing over a dozen different types of cancer and problems associated with glyphosate or Roundup now guys we're not making this stuff up and the fact that California is now listing as a probable carcinogen and that they're trying to fight them doing this is absolutely ridiculous. This is a poisonous mess. If you've got weeds in your yard and you want to get rid of them, you salt. Go get some salt to use for a water softener. Go get some salt to use in a swimming pool. Go get some table salt if you have it for say. So it'll kill the weeds and do a good job without poisoning the ground. Very Vinegar, too. Guys. Pardon me? Uh, vinegar. My my grandmother used to have me pour, I believe it was apple cider vinegar on the weeds, and, and it would kill them. 
Also. Vinegar works very, very well, but it's, a lot of times it only kills the greening part of the leaf. It doesn't kill them at the root. The salt will kill them at the root. It lasts a long, long time. Uh, but the vinegar will work. If you want a really good combination, Joe, mix the vinegar and the salt together. It makes a phenomenal product to spray on stuff. But whatever you do, make sure you spray that you rinse your sprayer out extremely well. I had one of our people who worked for me basically put, I had a really nice backpack sprayer and he filled it up with salt and vinegar, didn't clean it out, left the salt and vinegar in there. I think he did it on purpose. He no longer works for me and it completely corroded the entire backpack sprayer. So it's useful to throw it away. So be very careful when you use a lot of that in backpack sprayers because it will corrode and, you know, and destroy the internal mechanisms. You have to make sure you wash them out very, very, very well, guys. Ted, I wanted to, while we were talking about cancer, um, I came across a, a very interesting study uh, that I wanted to get your opinion on. Now, this is uh, the video I just I just uh, tried to find it. It was from August twentieth, twenty thirteen, and it's a Japanese doctor. And I'll have to send you his name, but he talks about the power of negative ions, and he did uh, studies on uh, mice. He infected different rats and mice with cancers. And then exposed one set of the cancerous mice to uh, negative ions for uh, I forget what it was sixty minutes a day maybe, and the uh, the rats that were not given the ions that he shows this all out in a YouTube video the the negative ions apparently or the negative energy um, the rats a- a- actually ended up dying of natural causes where the uh, the rats that were given cancer without the negative ions. Uh, you know, got these these terrible uh, uh, you know sores and ended up dying very painful uh, deaths from not receiving any type of treatment. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, yes, study? yes. And let, 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 me, uh, let me let me tell you a little bit about that. Uh, the negative ion generators. In fact, if you remember, Sharper Image was a, a retail high end store for years and years and years. It's out of business, and it developed a air filter that used negative ion technology, which actually increases the oxygen in the air. And people started having some asthma issues with it, and they got involved in a giant class action lawsuit, which shut the entire corporation down. That's why Sharper Image is gone, if you ever wonder what happened to those guys. They always had some very unique products. This is the negative ions. When they increase the oxygen in the body, what they do is they allow the blood to become oxygenated. Now, when that happens... Cancer is an anaerobic disease, Joe and Doug. It cannot live in the presence of oxygen. So when you have high amounts of oxygen in the bloodstream, when you're well oxygenated, it makes it very difficult for cancer to grow, and you have a much lower cancer death rate. That's why a lot of doctors now are using hyperbaric oxygen treatment with patients who have cancer. Now, also, there's some other things you can do to massively increase your immune system, which we'll talk about in a minute, but I'll mention this now, is you can use turmeric, you can use potassium iodine, about 12.5 milligrams, and vitamin D3 with K2. Always take D3 and K2 together and use the turmeric, the D3, the K2, and you also use the vitamin C IVs if you have a problem with cancer. This is what Katie Whalen did, who is Dave Hodges' co-host, and she was able to recover working with her doctor in Colorado from breast cancer when she had a very aggressive type of breast cancer, and she was able to completely avoid any chemotherapy or any radiation and is now 100% cancer-free. I have another friend of mine who was working with a doctor in South Carolina, and he also used the same protocol for a galleal brain tumor, and it's the only time I've ever seen a galleal brain tumor not be fatal. Now, galleal brain tumors are those that have like tentacles on them, and they kind of get through the brain and wrap themselves around the brain, kind of like you'd see in one of those 
that's uh, one of those uh, alien movies where they kind of wrap around your brain. It's an awful, awful, awful disease. I'm not trying to make light of it. It's awful what it does. And what ended up happening, that was Paul. He was able to fully recover, you know, working with his doctor, doing that type of protocol that I just mentioned. So, guys, there's all kinds of natural things that you can do to massively increase your immune system without the use of drugs. In fact, chemotherapy, a new study was just released this month, that says may actually, chemotherapy may actually spread cancer and trigger more aggressive tumors. Scientists are warning you right now about what's going on. This was a Dr. George Karaginis of the Albert Einstein College of Medicine in Yeshiva University of New York. He found that a number of doorways had increased, and the number of, of cancer doorways had, was, had was increased in 20 patients received two commonly used chemotherapy drugs. He also discovered that in mice, Breast cancer chemotherapy increased the number of cancer cells circulating in the body and in the lungs. He said that women could be monitored during chemotherapy to check if cancer was starting to circulate and the doorways were amusing for, emerging for other types of cancer. Remember, guys, chemotherapy destroys your immune system. It basically poisons you is what it does. Uh, radiation basically burns you. And, of course, the cutting of the breast and basically removing breasts can actually increase the, you know, it's basically butchering a woman. I, I hate to talk like that. That's what it is. If you have a, a double mastectomy with a surgeon who doesn't know what he's doing, and now we find out that just taking 12.5 milligrams of potassium iodide every single day, which is the dosing that you need to get good results, massively reduces the risks of breast cancer along with vitamin C and, of course, vitamin D3. You should always keep your D3 levels between 60 and 80, and always make sure the D3 has K2 because if you don't have enough K2 with the D3, the K2 pushes the vitamin D from the calcium absorption standpoint into the bones and not into the soft tissue so it doesn't cause like hardening of the arteries, which is what another side effect of the statin drugs are. So there's all kinds of natural things that you can do from a health standpoint to reduce your risks of ever coming down with cancer. And now some people are saying can also be used as far as increasing your risks, your your your, your survival rate, your survival rates. You know, when well, Ted, you are coming down with cancer. We'll hit that on the other side, folks. You're listening to this edition of the Hagman Report. Dr. Ted Brewer is our guest. Healthmasters.com is the website. Again, Healthmasters.com. He also has a show he does with his son Austin right here on Global Star Radio, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and it's also rebroadcast right after our show. We'll be back with Ted after this. Don't go anywhere. Greenovative. Go to HagmanReport.com. Click on the link to Greenovative. What Greenovative is, it's a small company in Florida. They created something called the GMAG Power Cell. It produces electricity by adding salt water to this unit that recharges rechargeable batteries. It's the coolest thing you'll ever see in your life. It's really neat. Really a, a super device. All right, You need just two teaspoons of ordinary table salt, a little water, but a bang, you're charging your rechargeable batteries. Super GMAG chargeable is affordable. It's lightweight, weighs about 8 ounces. It's durable. It's EMP proof. And it's environmentally friendly. Yeah, that it is. It'll provide safe and convenient power for recharging uh, six AA batteries off the grid when other power sources aren't available anywhere, anytime, in any weather, day or night. Go to greenovative.com. That's greenovative.com. 
Folks, in these uncertain times, it just makes sense to have a sustainable backup method for accomplishing one of life's most important tasks, and that's preparing food. This is the way to go. There is nothing better than a Minuteman rocket stove from MinutemanStove.com. We all need a way to cook and a method to process water. I mean, think about it. Think about the many things that could happen to you. Minuteman rocket stove can provide your family or group the perfect solution. It's small, lightweight, wood-burning, and every bit as powerful as a kitchen stove. It's smoke fully self-contained for clean storage and transport. Because it's so efficient, it cuts down on your wood gathering and processing chores to a tenth what would be required if cooking the old-fashioned way over an open fire. So don't rely on gas or fuel stoves. Prepare your family. Prepare for yourself. Order a Minuteman rocket stove today. It's going to make bad times much better. Folks, MinutemanStove.com. MinutemanStove.com. Need I say more? You should have a Minuteman, the survival stove in an MOK. For investors, timberland has become the symbol of safety. Global tropical timber demand continues to surge as the world's population increases. The need for managed, sustainable timber production forests has never been greater. When stock markets crash, trees keep growing. Direct ownership of fully managed tropical timberland acreage is now available to accredited investors. Prime, valuable hardwood groves close to the beautiful Costa Rican border generate and maintain superior long-term wealth. Consider visiting our forest plantations. Qualified accredited investors should go to PreciousTimberProfits.com or dial 855-888-6288 for more information. Call 855-888-6288 or visit PreciousTimberProfits.com. This announcement does not constitute either an offer to sell securities or a solicitation of an offer to purchase. Offering made by prospectus only. 855-888-6288, PreciousTimberProfits.com, PreciousTimberProfits.com. To this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report, Ted Brewer from HealthMasters.com. That's HealthMasters.com. He's our guest going over everything from your health to the geopolitics of today, what to watch out for, what to keep your eye on, and uh, just surviving uh, to thrive. I mean, thriving, not just surviving. And then, of course, uh, we take all of Health Masters supplements um, exclusive because there is nothing better out there. Healthmasters.com. That's healthmasters.com. Folks, use Doug5, Doug and the number five for all non-saleable, non-sale items for your order. And I would urge everyone to check your, check your pantry, check your cabinet, your, 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 uh, supplement cabinet at the very, very least. If you do nothing else, get the ultimate multiple vitamin from, uh, supplement from healthmasters.com. Absolutely the best product there is. Ultimate multiple. I just, I, I think the vitamin B, the C, they're all fantastic. Uh, turmeric is incredible. Uh, an incredible product. All the products are incredible. That's healthmasters.com. Doug5 is a coupon code. Our guest again is Dr. Ted Brower. Uh, Guest, my foot. He's uh, uh, partners in the Hagman and Hagman Report radio program. At least that's the way I feel about him. And he had, every day, um, every weekday, the Ted and Austin Brower show, fantastic show, and it also airs after our program right here on the Global Survey Network. Ted, 
Come on back, sir. You know, I'm I, I just, I just kind of just, I just had a little check. I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, a lot of the listeners right now are taking multiple vitamins, just multiples, right? And I'm going to do something I've never done with you guys before. Uh, if, if you order a bottle of multiple vitamins, I'm going to give a percentage of that sale to the Hagman Show as a gift for their operational overhead. Percentage. I'm, I'm not going to sure what the, I'm not sure what the percentage is because I don't know what my margins are right now. Wow. I can't start, I can't, but I'm going to do that right now. And I'm going to do that immediately. This, this sale will be on for the next week. So in any time in the next week, you say, well, I don't want to do something or I don't want to donate or whatever. Look, now we're just going to do it with the multiple vitamin. Anybody who orders the multiple vitamin this week, uh, you know, and you guys are listening because everybody listening should be taking a multiple vitamin. Uh, we're going to give a percentage of that sale to the Hagman and Hagman report. And we're going to do well, that immediately. You. You're welcome, guys. And well, the reason That's I was well, well, I'm what I'm trying to do is make people realize that this is a reciprocal relationship with Doug and Joe. You know, this is the Bible says the workman's worth his wages. And you know, and if I can incentivize you guys to at least do it this way, it makes it so you're part of the team here. We're all working together to get this truth out. And every single person listening right now needs a bottle of multiple vitamins. I mean, if everybody bought a bottle of multiple vitamins right now who are listening to Hagman and Hagman, we'd be able to go ahead and fund their entire operation for an entire month. I mean, we could do that just off the multiple vitamins. So let's let's do that tonight and make that kind of incentive. By the way, I want to jump over. I'm going to jump around a little bit tonight because I want to cover this, and there's so much other stuff on nutrition I'm going to cover, but i got to stick this in. I've got to talk about the 5G this is important because I have to, I, I've got to do this, I've got to talk about this a little bit more, guys. The 5G, this, this new evolution in cell phone usage, you know, it's not an improvement upon the previous cellular networks like they're saying it is. It's basically a whole new form of communication that can, that can be used in military applications. 5G is all about the Internet of Things, about everything talking to everything else. As former FCC chairman Tom Wheeler said, from pill bottles to plant waterers, everything will have an IP address. Everything will be categorized. Everything will be digitized. It's about self-driving cars and connecting everything up to a smart infrastructure, smart appliances, broadband everywhere. Remember, this thing can look through walls and see you. That's how powerful this is. They're going to be installing thousands of these things all over every town in America. Everything will become a node on the smart control grid. The 5G frequency band is also used for crowd dispersal guns called active denial systems. I'm going to repeat that so you'll know what kind of military technology they're releasing on the population. Everything will become a node in the smart control grid. The 5G frequency band is also used for crowd dispersal called active denial systems. It can see through walls. It can see through your clothes. It can see if you're carrying a weapon. It can be used to target you with a millimeter wave band and disable you in your house until the police arrive. The potential for abuse of this system is staggering and is coming to a neighborhood near you. Dr. Deaver Lee Davis is one of the leading voices against the 5G rollout. She asserts that the frequencies to be used haven't been tested for safety. Prior to his departure from the FCC, Tom Wheeler, who I quoted earlier, was very forceful in his opinion that no time should be wasted on such testing so that the U.S. can be the first in the market, which he said was going to create billions and billions of dollars of new wealth. No, it's not going to do that. Well, maybe for a few people in the, uh, in the power who's selling this stuff. But so what it's going to do is going to create a slave state. 
Davis, Dr. Deborah Davis, is a highly credentialed physician as the founding director of the Board of Environmental Studies and Toxicology of the U.S. National Research Council. She says, quote, Israeli research studies presented at an international conference revealed that the 5G uses the same electromagnetic frequency used for crowd control weapons, and they'll tie together more than 50, listen to this, 50 billion devices as part of the Internet of Things. Verizon just announced that 5G networks will be tested in 11 U.S. cities. 5G networks will involve the deployment of millions, listen to this, millions upon millions of antennas nationwide, thousands in each city, because millimeter waves cannot easily travel through buildings or other obstacles without constant reinforcement. Proposed installations have led to a public outcry in residential areas where homeowners do not want antennas mounted in their yards or near schools. The rollout of this smart grid begins now, 2017. We're not talking about some dystopian future 100 years from now. It's this year with plans to have it fully online by 2022. This 15-year plan is going to handing everything over to the artificial intelligence, and they're saying by 2025 in eight years that the artificial intelligence, the D-Wave computer we've done shows on, will become self-aware and it will start running the planet, or wherever this thing's been introduced to. This is that tie-in to Lucifer in his dimension. They don't even know how this thing works, this D-Wave computer. They, the guy who developed it, supposedly, I don't think he developed it, I think it was given to him, says it's like standing at the altar of an alien god. This 5G will allow the government, or this basically Sabbatain Kabbalist network, which is running the planet through their Babylonian money system, to track us, to follow every footstep, to enslave us. Remember, when they had this same group of people that were running the slaves back in the 16th, 17th, 1800s, they couldn't keep track of the slaves. So as an economic asset, they were hard to track, and they would escape and leave and go across state lines. They had to find a way to use the chemtrails and the smart dust to put nanotags and nanotrackers in all of us, which they've done now, because with the barium, it attaches itself into your central nervous system, and it actually reads your DNA and sends it into this smart grid. The problem is we weren't putting out enough power for it to read it from a long distance away. The 5G network will allow it to read you because it's going to basically be irradiating your entire DNA all of the time. It will allow them to control us and to cut us off from our finances this is our money supply in the digital currency that so many people use now, and it will monitor everything. This will be a dystopian Orwellian state tyranny that's running completely out of control, and it starts this year, right now, in 2017, to be fully aware and autonomous by 2025. What do you guys think? You know, the... Uh... <laughs> Between the the rise in technology, the artificial intelligence, the I saw a story recently in McDonald's where they're replacing uh, thousands of their workers with with kiosks, and then they're talking for uh, universal income. Uh, you know the, the potential for for danger, uh, even from a, a prophetic and biblical uh, uh, point of view. When it comes to technology, it is uh, astounding, the similarities with prophecy. And as you said, the Internet of Things, this is something that I've been studying for a long time. Uh, back when it was first introduced and, and the, the blueprints were laid out for it, and I didn't really understand it. And the more that I continue to research it, the more I, I do understand it. And we see a large uh, portion today of, of things that would be 
considered the Internet of Things, from the smart meters to some of our refrigerators, or even thermostats in our house. Um, everything, as you said, will be interconnected and, and communicating with each other, and it will all it will all be uh, cataloged and kept track of uh, for the purposes of monitoring behavior and and uh, for the long run purposes of predicting and controlling behavior. Yeah, and, and, and you know what, Ted, uh, uh, Jonas talked about this early on. Early on, your toaster connected to, to the grid, essentially, or to the uh, to the network. If and, and I would just say this uh, very quickly: if the if if you're able to receive a signal from a device, that 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 same device will transmit as well. It, it's just as simple as that. Oh so, yeah. So yeah. You, you, we're old, all under surveillance. The old head of the CIA said that uh, your uh, uh, your refrigerator uh, can talk to you or something along those lines. No, he, listen to you. Yeah. Yeah. So and and all of this. It, well, it doesn't take that. You know what? And, and real quick, that I, I happened to happen on this article as well. It doesn't take that large of a room um, or, or a space for these uh, computers to hold this massive amount of information. That is not not what you would think. So, but no, and also remember this, guys. Uh, Gutlieb, Trump's appointee for the basically um, the FDA, he is pushing mandatory immunizations for adults. I'm going to repeat that. He is a believer in mandatory immunizations for adults. And he'll be able to go in now and basically say, so-and-so, Doug and Joe, haven't been immunized this month for this disease that might happen to them someday. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and bring Doug and Joe in by turning off their bank account until they come in and decide they're going to allow us to vaccinate them. This is where this is going, guys. This is the dystopian future that we're looking at. This is not okay. That's why all of this stuff with this 5G network and this D-Wave computer and the satanic agenda is the underlying theme of what's going on, even in the Trump administration with Gutlieb and all these, these, all of these Goldman Sachs boys that he's put in. So we have to understand something. Where we're being given, like the G20 summit and all of these different things that are going on or, or with Syria or with Iran or with Iraq. Not that those items aren't important, but this is, this is, this is bread and circus. This is the, this is what they're doing to keep us entertain, so to speak, keep us involved in all of these other topics rather than looking what they're doing in the background behind our back by bringing in this Orwellian deep state. This is the goal of all of these legislators. I mean, when you put a guy like Gutlieb, who was one of the top guys in research and development with GlaxoSmithKline, and you bring him to be head of the Food and Drug Administration, and he's telling you that he wants to cause forced immunizations, mandatory immunizations for adults, Guys, they're telling us this is what these, these Sabbateans do. They've got to come in and give you the, this, these, these war wizards and warlocks and witches and Satanists. They've got to give you what they're going to do in advance so you can object to it. Because this is called lesser magic or white magic, in which if you don't do this and you say, no, I'm not going to allow you to do this, then they won't do this to you. But if you don't object, they automatically assume that you have their, they have your permission to do this. Because they figure that the karma on the other side of wherever the other side they think is going, they're where they're headed, is not going to be as bad if they do this. This is these, uh, this is these psychopaths and sociopaths who claim to be the benign D Nephilim, sons of the fallen. This is what their goal for humanity is, to resurrect their serpent god and to enslave mankind. That's what they did in Genesis chapter 6. Now I'm going to say something, Doug, that you may or may not agree with, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of say it. This control grid they're putting in, this 5G control grid, the Gwen Towers, the Cell Towers, the C-based radar domes, 
All of these things are advanced technology, extremely advanced technology. They're tying together with a grid of satellites around the planet. I personally don't believe, and I discussed this on the show today that you talked about earlier, Doug, that, there, that we're going to have a thermal global nuclear war. I don't believe that, and here's why. In Genesis chapter 6, the fallen angels had put together the same type of control grid with Stonehenge, pyramids, all of these high places of worship in which they were using these energy fields and magnetic ley lines to control the energy field around the planet. When God saw what they were doing and how human beings had been enslaved and how all thoughts of all men were evil all of the time, God get nooked it. And that's a German word. It means he said enough. And he said, I'm not going to put up with this. So he took Noah, who had clean DNA, and he basically flushed the planet of all of this hybridization that they had done over the six or 8,000 years until this happened with Noah. Now, what's interesting about this is this is not what these rulers of our planet who had created this incredibly satanic utopia of everybody's thoughts being evil all the time. This wasn't their idea to get the planet flushed. And it's taken them approximately 6,000 years now to put this control grid back into place again. And I don't believe for one second that these guys are going to allow a global thermonuclear war to come in and destroy this control grid. Now, we may have a quote-unquote false flag nuclear war. We may have the detonation of a non-nuclear bomb that they now tell us is a nuclear bomb, and they're allowing us to believe that it was a nuclear attack. We have no idea if this was a nuclear attack or not. Some people say that many nukes were detonated in the trade towers. You say, well, they would never, ever do stuff like this. Guys, let me give you a little background. Winston Churchill was a druid. Now, I said something about this on Sheila Lozowinski's show, and some of the British folks got all mad at me about this. I'm going to you look it up yourself. Winston Churchill was a Druid. He was a Satanist. He was a Satanist member of the Druid Society. He was not a good person. And he looked at all of these bombings and things that they did as mass human sacrifices. When he bombed Dresden, and some theologians, some historians say 100,000 people died, some say up to 500,000 people died in Dresden. When he bombed Dresden with women and children a few months before the war was over in February, and then strafed the entire town with the women and children huddled by the river who had been burned alive with 50 caliber machine gun fire without from planes, when he did all of this, he didn't have a hesitancy to do it. FDR knew. He set up an eight-point treatise for the attack of Pearl Harbor, what he needed to do to Japan in order to get him to get the people in World War II because nobody wanted to go into World War II because World War I had just gotten over with 20 years earlier. Nobody wanted to go into another global war. FDR forced, and I'm going to say this with a false flag, knowing that it was going to happen like 9-11 for the, for the Japanese to attack Pearl Harbor. That's historical records now. That's a proven fact. And we know that 9-11 was done perhaps by rogue elements of our government, perhaps by the Mossad, perhaps by the CIA. Whoever did it, we know that buildings don't just fall down. We know that Building 7 fell down. It was never hit by a plane. We know that they were willing to sacrifice thousands of people. I did a whole show on with you a couple of years ago, Doug, on 9-11 as a mass ritual human sacrifice, and we went into detail on how these guys think. These guys are what they call numerologist Kabbalists. They're wizards. And everything's by the numbers. I mean, things happened on Trump's birthday a couple of weeks ago. I mean, all of these things happen. They mess with people with numbers, sign, lunar signs, times, and everything's tied together with frequencies. So if you don't think our government is willing to drop or to detonate a major nuclear device or a major fuel air bomb, which is like a mini nuke, they're not willing to do that to set up a false flag to recreate a massive martial law outbreak in the United States, then you're not looking at what history did. If you don't think they're willing to kill a bunch of people in a major city to do this, 
you're not thinking through this. They, look what happened with Pearl Harbor. Look what happened with 9-11. Look what happened in Iraq when I think it was Madeleine Albright said when they lost a half a million children died or whatever. She said, well, those were, those were, those were acceptable losses. For who? Who, who, I mean, why do we want to run around killing millions of people? That's how these guys think. They're psychopaths. They're sociopaths. They don't care if they kill you, me, our families, or anybody else. All they want to do is make sure they bring their Luciferian God into power into the world. That's what this whole thing's about. And we have to remember, all of this other stuff that's going on is obfuscation. This control grid they're setting up right now to this demon God, to this D-wave computer, this whole thing standing at the alien, standing at the altar of an alien God that the Venner says about this. All of this stuff is being done underneath the table. Nobody ever talks about it. It's kind of like CERN opening up all these portals to who knows where, Doug and Joe. Guys, this is what we have to keep our eyes on. We have to keep our eyes focused on the cross, on who Jesus Christ was, who Yeshua was, who Yahweh is, and the power that we have through the cross, through the blood of Christ, which we've done multiple shows on with your, with your show. If we understand that that's who we are through Christ Jesus, if we understand that's what we do through Christ Jesus, if we understand all of this, then we can stay strong in the faith and realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. But guys, we can't allow them to put us into a doggone coliseum with gladiator spectacle sports throwing us bread for their circus because they're trying to control our thoughts and not let us pay attention. Always remember, this 5G thing is being turned loose right now with Verizon. Right now it's starting. AI goes self-aware eight years. Guys, let's pay attention to this. If you have the ability to go into your community and protest about the these, this five series, go this 5G stuff going in, you need to be involved with all of this because we need to slow this mess down. What do you guys think? Well, Tim, yeah. back to uh, what you started with about the mandatory vaccinations, uh, specifically for adults. They've already rolled out the beta testing for that in uh, professions like home health care. That's as right. well as hospitals right. and nursing homes. And we've had uh, multiple listeners to of, of this show uh, call in or send us emails telling us that they were threatened with their job if they refused to take these vaccinations. And, yeah, uh, it is not, you know, a far reach to see a, a time where, uh, you know, barring some type of even fabricated national disaster where we'll say some kind of uh, contagion was released that's on the right. public on purpose to say, hey, everybody needs to get vaccinated now. And if you're not going to get vaccinated, well, then we got a special area where you're going to live and you won't be able to be part of society. We can see how this will be rolled, could be rolled out in a number of ways. And it's very troubling. It's like uh, when Rick Perry, the, when he was the governor of Texas, wanted to start giving Gardasil shots to boys. That's right. No, you're, no, you're 100% right. I mean, see, and see, the thing about it is that's why I always try to do this, and you guys do the same thing. I always try to be very focused on what's really going on. And sometimes people, they send me a letter, well, why aren't you talking about this, or why aren't you talking about that? I'm like, well, everybody else is talking about that. Why do I need to talk about it? I said, this is more bread and circuses, guys. I mean, the Middle East has always been in turmoil ever since 1947 with the Balfour Declaration. We know that. I mean, gosh, it's been going on for the Shiites have been killing Shunis for, you know, for over a thousand years. I mean, it's what these guys do over there. Us getting involved in all of that and doing shows on it continually doesn't make any sense. We need to go ahead and let people know what's going on, be very specific about it, but understand that a lot of this stuff is just obfuscation. They're intentionally trying to deceive us. They're playing a shell game with us. If we keep everybody occupied enough watching this stuff and watching the G20 and watching 
the stuff with Putin meeting with Trump and all the body language you're doing, which is something that I think we need to look at. The problem is it's not going to change your life or my life, whether or not Donald Trump gets to debate Putin and Putin doesn't put Donald Trump down in a ditch like he did Megyn Kelly. Putin's a pretty doggone skilled negotiator and a pretty doggone skilled inter- being interviewed. I mean, he didn't, he didn't allow himself to be slung by, by Megyn Kelly. By the way, here's another thing they want to do. This is an article from... Maria Cohn, and she, in her latest column, she says that she is wanting to require that every parent who homeschools a child, that that child must appear before a child abuse victim for inspection on an ongoing, regular basis. Guys, are you kidding me? Now they're saying that homeschoolers are bad and that we have to make sure our children aren't being abused and they have to appear before an inspector. This is some crazy stuff that these people are pushing on us. In fact, Common Core is so bad that a Florida school down here dropped Common Core and then they skyrocketed to number one in English and language arts with 90% proficient. And we also saw the article last week over in Baltimore, guys, that not one school out of six schools they had looked at could produce a child that was, that was not one not one student that was basically proficient in English or math. And now we have these guys dropping Common Core and their kids are skyrocketing to the top. Why? Because they're competing against other schools that still do Common Core and they dumb the kids down so badly. Nobody wants folks to listen to the Hagman Hagman show or the Ted and Austin Brower show. Nobody wants in the powers to be want this to happen. They don't want us to be out there telling the people the truth and not playing these games with people. Guys, Listen to me. As a Christian, we have to realize, if you're not a Christian, it's okay. You can become a Christian. I'll tell you that right now. But as a Christian, we have to understand that we are set aside, that we're not of this world. We've been called according to a purpose. The Word says, come ye out from among them, be ye separate, is what the Word says. We're not to associate with the things of the world or be involved with the things of the world in a worldly standpoint. We don't need to be involved with the people that go out and get drunk and take drugs all the time. We don't need to be involved with them. Now, we can witness to them and try to get them to accept Christ Jesus. That's something we're all called to do. But guys, going out to the parties, going out dancing with your old buddies that you used to hang out with before you got saved, and wives going out and dancing with other men, hey guys, that's not cool as far as what the Bible talks about. The Bible says there should be no appearance of evil. And by the way, just to talk about how what's going on, did you see the article as far as what happened at Duke this week? The lawsuit against Duke University is said that they received $100 million to produce fraudulent studies for the EPA. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. And Duke has admitted to it. Yeah. North yeah. Carolina, Duke University has admitted it used manipulated and fabricated data about respiratory illness to obtain grants from the EPA. This is crazy. The bogus data was funded by grants worth $112 million to Duke and $120 million to other universities in North Carolina. The data was used to link exposure to airborne particles to respiratory illnesses, and it was used by the EPA to justify the Clean Air Act. I mean, this is crazy. Duke admitted last Sunday that it had used and manipulated completely fabricated data about respiratory illnesses to obtain the grants from the EPA. This is what goes on. I've talked about repeatedly on your show and my show this is how these bogus drugs get approved through the EPA through these ridiculous grants these schools are given and that's why within five years 50% up to 50% of the drugs are either removed off the market or have their warning labels changed because the actual studies that were being used for these drugs were bogus and a complete nonsense I mean look at the, look what happened with this flu shot with pregnant women the flu shots in pregnant women have caused a 4,250% increase in fetal deaths I mean, this is nuts this is happening and mainstream media is not talking about it 
Documentation received from the National Council Coalition of Organized Women states that between 2009 and 2010, the mercury-laden flu vaccinations have increased vaccine adverse effects reporting systems, fetal deaths, by up to 4,250% in fetal women. Not one major news agency has reported this, a 4,000% increase in fetal deaths. And the reason they're not reporting this is because, remember, from the Joshua study that was the Jason group, the Jason group that was done back in the 50s and the 40s, it was said that the primary goal here was to reduce the population, and they've told us again with the Georgia Guidestones, they want to reduce the population to a sustainable level on the planet of 500 million people. Now, they want these 500 million people to be changed DNA-wise, genetically, to be servants to the upper ruling class who are going to move on through transhumanism. That's one of the reasons that Fukushima hasn't been shut down. That's why the radiation hasn't stopped flowing. That's why so many of our nuclear reactors are leaking. They're trying to develop a new blend of human beings that are not going to be killed or cause health problems through the radiation release. Apparently, these fallen angels or whatever these creatures are you want to call them that are running around trying to control things from an interdimensional standpoint, they like higher radiation levels, and they're trying to terraform the planet Earth. This is so important that you guys understand that there's absolutely no reason they could not have shut for the last six, seven years now with Fukushima pumping all of that poisonous radioactive water into the Pacific Ocean and sending that giant plume into the United States. There's no reason they couldn't have shut this stuff off. But remember, again, I mentioned this earlier in the show, radiation is one of the best forms of birth control. It really causes a lot of problems with infertility. That's why it's so important. Go on our website. We've got a protocol for the immune system to keep you very strong in your immune system and you've got to stay on that potassium iodine every single day so your thyroid is not affected by all of this mess that's going to happen or could happen. Guys, everything you're doing is to reduce the population of the planet and to basically terraform the planet and to create a slave colony on this earth. I mean, this is some crazy stuff that we talk about, but the Bible talks about very clearly what's going to happen in the book of Revelation. The whole thing about it is we need to realize that a lot of the information that we're giving guys we saw from Duke University, complete and total nonsense, like the cholesterol, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, because I know we got a break at the bottom of the hour, don't we, Joe? No, we're, we're going to bypass that. Uh, we're we're going to bypass that. Yeah, next uh, break will uh, be 8.56. Okay, well, let's talk, about, let's, let's talk about cholesterol for just a second. And I've talked about this before, but I've got some new research. There's a really good interview that was done with Fred Cumero, who at the end, point of this interview was 100 years old, sharp as a tack. And in his 2014 interview, he was one of the first scientists to document the toxicity of trans fats. And over the past 60 years, his research repeatedly demonstrated there's no correlation between cholesterol and plaque formation that leads to heart disease. His work has shown that it's not cholesterol that causes heart disease. It's instead trans fats and oxidized cholesterol are to blame. Now, what's interesting about this is I was saying this back in the 80s, Doug and Joe, because remember one of my top 10 foods never to eat were trans fats in hydrogenated oils. I first started realizing this back in the mid and early 80s. We used to go to a restaurant all the time. This is how far back this goes. It's out of business now. It's called Morrison's Cafeteria. It was a big restaurant chain here in the South for many, many decades. And it was a cafeteria type of food, but the food was really pretty good. But then I, one day we started talking to them, and they told me that every single thing they cooked, every, everything got cooked in trans fats in the back, in margarine. They didn't use any butter. In fact, Cracker Barrel, which is one of the big chains that we have around the United States right now, they told me, unless they changed it, that all their food in the back is prepared with margarine, though they put butter on the table, simply because it lasts longer, it doesn't have to be refrigerated, and it's much less expensive. So 
I remember a couple of years ago, we went up to um, Mount Leconte, which is in the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. It's like a five-and-a-half-mile arduous walk up the side of a mountain, and you could spend the night at a lodge up there. And the lodge basically told us, we asked them how they prepared their food, and literally all the food was prepared with margarine because they didn't have to refrigerate it because they have no power if it's by generator or by solar panels. And so it was interesting because they said they bring their own or their own butter up there and they won't eat the food they serve to the people who come visit the lodge because they know how dangerous the trans fats are and so when we went up there I remember we basically brought several sticks of butter with us and told them to prepare our food with real butter which they did now that's how adamant you have to be to stay away from margarine and Crisco. I mean, think about this for a second. Ladies, and you know this is the truth. If you take Crisco, if your mom ever cooked with it, and, you have, and you're cooking with it, and you're wearing a silk blouse or whatever, and you get Crisco on your clothes, you can't get it out. you got to throw your clothes away. It won't cut. It won't get loose. Well, think about this for a second. If you can't get it out of your clothes, how are you supposed to get that mess out of your arteries, for heaven's sakes? Take a tub of Crisco. Pull the lid off of it if you have it at your house. Go stick it in your garage. Nothing eats it. Now, bugs will crawl through it and get stuck in it. They use like they use like soybean oil, and they hydrogenate it. And they, what they do is they heat it up at a very high temperature, close to 1,000 degrees, and they bubble nickel through it as a catalyst. And they take those, those bonds that are in there that are basically liquid, and they turn them into a saturated fat. These are not found in nature. These are trans fats. And they're so toxic now, the Food and Drug Administration is requiring over a certain percentage that they have, they have to be labeled, they have to be listed as containing trans fats. The reality is, though, a lot of people stay right under that level, so they still have the trans fats in them, but they don't have to list them. Years ago, Doug, I was on a major radio show with Steve and Vicky in Atlanta. They used to be the number one show in Atlanta, Georgia. Huge station. I think it was Star 95 or Star 95 FM. I'm not sure anymore. It's been, this is 20 years ago. And I'll never forget this. I was talking about the top 10 foods never to eat. And one of the, and by the way, the top 10 foods never to eat are in my maximum energy book in detail, including aspartame that I'm going to send you guys for free with a $300 order this week. That's, that's how long the, well, until the supply runs out, there'll be a signed copy. And it was funny. I was talking about how bad transfers, trans fats were because they massively increased the risks of breast cancer and heart disease. And I said on the show that butter is better and that cholesterol had gotten a bad rap. And the cholesterol was not bad for you, that it actually was good because it was like a lubricant in your arteries. And one of the major universities there in Atlanta pits such a fit. They demanded equal time to come in and tell everybody how healthy trans fats and margarine were, Doug and Joe. And I'll never forget this. They called me up later and they said, gosh, Ted, you know, you really got these people mad at this university. And I said, well, I'm sorry about that. I think it was Emory. And so what ended up happening is they demanded equal airtime to come in and tell everybody that trans fats were good and the margarine was good. Well, about six months later, Joe and Doug, the Food and Drug Administration came out and said that they had to label trans fats because they were so poisonous that there was no allowable amount that was safe. And it was so funny because they, they called me back like six months later, Stephen and Vicky, and I was in my office right here where I'm sitting right now, and they said, we want to do a show with you real quick, and we want to discuss this because you were right about the trans fats. And I said, okay. And so they started off the show. And here's how they started off the show. These guys from the university, Ted, said you were crazy. How do you feel about that? <laughs> That's how they started the show on live radio. And my response was, they're, they're right, I am crazy. And they, said, well, they started laughing. They said, what do you mean you're crazy? I said, well, I'm crazy enough to believe that the United States doesn't have to lead the world when it comes to heart disease, to diabetes, and to cancer, 
that we don't have to have millions of children on Ritalin and Adderall, that we don't have to have, we don't have to have the highest infant death rate of any industrialized nation, and that we don't have to have a million people dying of heart disease and cancer every year in the United States. So if that makes me crazy, I'm crazy. And by the way, I was right about the trans fats and the Food and Drug Administration just agreed with me and not with your major university. They said you absolutely were right. That's the other reason we wanted to bring you on to let everybody know that you were vindicated in every single thing that you said the last time you were on the air. Guys, this is what I've been telling you. I've been doing this since since the early 80s. We started Health Masters in 1981, 37 years ago, and Sharon joined me in 1984. And we have been just saying the same thing now all of these years, that health and nutrition directly affect your life and that you eat clean, you're going to be healthy, and you'll be able to stay healthy the rest of your life if you take the right supplements and eat the right kind of foods. I was saying this back in my 20s when I started Health Masters. I was, I was 25 years old, for heaven's sakes, right out of graduate school. I was a college professor at Florida State, not at Florida State, but in Tallahassee, at Tallahassee Community College when I started my company. And I, I was a professor for two years up there, and I was telling the same people the same thing back then. You know, you got to eat clean. you got to make sure you eat the right foods. you got to take the right supplements, and you got to stay away from certain foods and trans fats, all of this stuff I've been telling people for the past 37 years, Doug, and I'll tell you what, now I'm in my 60s, and my mental acuity is still as good as it was in my 20s, my energy levels are phenomenal, but I have to admit, I took a purple stick tonight, <laughs> I did take a purple stick, that's one of the reasons I'm so hyper, and and so I want you, if you have, if you're just tuning in right now, a purple stick is, a, we call them, a, it's an energy stick, contains green tea extract with a bunch of B vitamins, and I tell you what, they will tighten you up as far as energy. I use them in the morning, every morning when I get up. I use them before prayer time. And I also use, well, that's the, but I just try to work out as soon as the prayer time's over with. So I only take usually one of those a day. And it's a lot better for you than coffee, which increases the risks of breast cancer in women, ladies. Please listen to me. It contains a compound called the methylxanthine. And methylxanthines have been linked to breast cancer. So ladies, if you have breast cancer or you have breast cancer in your family, you've got to cut out the coffee. Uh, the, the green tea is okay, like in the purple stick. That's fine. But And you say, well, I love coffee. Guys, I love coffee, too. When I was in graduate school at Florida State, I used to drink 18 cups a day. And some people still say I talk so fast, Doug, because I had so much caffeine when I was in graduate school. <laughs> but the reality is, is that you can, you, can, you can feel good and have really good energy without the use of these stimulants that elevate cortisol, make you store body fat, increase your risks of breast cancer. So when you start drinking coffee and drinking and eating hydrogenated oils and margarine and things like Crisco, you massively increase your risk of breast cancer. And when you use aluminum deodorants with antiperspirant deodorants, you massively increase your risks of breast cancer with aluminum deodorants. And that's multiple studies have proven that now, guys. That's why we have the entire magnesium protocol at Health Masters, including a magnesium deodorant, which works phenomenally well. Okay, guys. By the way, another study has shown that statin drugs... <laughs> Cholesterol-lowering statin drugs actually increase the risks of Parkinson's disease. This was a Penn State study, and what they said is that Parkinson's disease is a progressive central nervous system disease with a prognosis of worsening symptoms. It is marked by uncontrollable tremors that can often start with one hand, rigid muscles, slow, sometimes halting movement, and imprecise motor controls. Remember, calcium contracts, magnesium relaxes. Always remember that. So many people who have problems with muscle and neurological control aren't getting enough magnesium, which is used in over 300 biochemical reactions. I know a month ago we talked about a new product we have. It's called magnesium brain food, and it actually helps to chelate 
the aluminum out of your brain that you're breathing from the chemtrails and from all of these other chemicals that you're being exposed with. So, by the way, that product has just gone off the shelves, as we talked about on your show, guys. It's called Magnesium Brain Food. And remember, Parkinson's disease affects people over 60 more than anybody else, but it can strike younger and women also. The conclusion from this university study was based on the fact that the soluble statin drugs were able to penetrate the blood-brain barrier. So, guys... And it also said that this is crazy. It said people with higher cholesterol readings were at lower risk of Parkinson's than people who had low cholesterol, which doesn't, it's no surprise to any of us in, in the science because we know the importance of cholesterol for building brain cells and the central nervous system's protective myelin sheath, which is the fatty substance that also facilitates neuronal communications in the body. Reducing cholesterol also reduces the materials needed for a fully functional brain and a protective nervous system. That's why when you start taking the statin drugs, in many cases, you feel like you took a stupid pill because you can't remember anything and your brain stops working because your brain has to have large amounts of cholesterol. In fact, if you don't get enough cholesterol in your diet, your liver, Doug and Joe, will produce large amounts of cholesterol just to allow proper brain functioning and to allow the circulatory system to flow properly because cholesterol acts as a lubricant in the circulation of the blood and that's why it's so important that we have enough cholesterol in our diet. That's why I eat eggs every single day and also why I take cod liver oil because it helps to create a more viscous blood along with vitamin E it decreases viscosity so the blood flows more easily which decreases friction in the blood vessels which decreases the amount of inflammation in the blood vessels which massively reduces the amount of atherosclerotic placking that occurs from all of the above when it's not correct guys I, I, to identify if you will um, and I know you've done this before the acceptable levels of cholesterol the range for men, for women, cholesterol range, despite um, or even uh, in opposition to what your doctor might say. 250 is fine. It was considered for many, many decades to be fine. If you're 300, it's still not to me, it's not worth going on statin drugs. Change your diet, you'll bring it down. 250 is a really good healthy Because also remember, guys, you can't produce testosterone very well when your cholesterol drops under 200. And when cholesterol drops under 200, you massively increase the risks of disease, especially cancer. It goes through the charts when the cholesterol drops down lower than 200. So them trying to tell you cholesterol should be at 100 or 150, it's complete and total nonsense. 250 was considered optimal for, for generations. And guys, even 300 is not worth going on statin drugs. Now, I wouldn't go on statin drugs for anything. I would change my diet. Uh, we have a, we've got a bunch of products to help to reduce cholesterol naturally. Uh, I would use all of those types of products first. They're supplements. You can even use sustained release niacin if you wanted to. But guys, if you drink more water, take vitamin E, take cod liver oil, and stop eating things like pork. I mean, pork is so bad. Gosh, I don't know what to say. It's not the other white meat. It's the other toxic meat. I mean, the World Health Organization says that the primary cause of cancer globally is pork. There's an excellent article. You guys can look it up, and I'll say it slowly. It's from the Biological Therapy. Volume 1, number 2, 1983, by Professor Hans Reckwig. And the name of the article is The Adverse Influence of Pork Consumption on Health. And he looks like 37 different diseases that are transmitted from pigs into humans. Guys, people are always saying to me, well, whenever I eat pork, I just make sure that I cook it well. So if there's parasites or trichina in it, I'll make sure they're dead. Well, think about what you just said. You're making sure the parasites in the meat are dead. You're not removing the parasites from the meat. You're eating the dead cooked parasites. I mean, why would you want to do that? That's just nasty. That's why the Bible says don't touch pork. 
And it also says, if you don't listen to God, it says this in the book of Deuteronomy, in the Old Testament. And I, I, I love, the, I, I love the Jewish Old Testament. I love it. I love, I love the Torah. I just love it. I just, you know, and I, I teach out of it so many times. And I, and I love it when Christians realize that there are four precepts in the Old Testament. God relationship to man, man's relationship to man, the dietary laws and the sanitary laws. And when Jesus Christ came and he died for us, he forever changed God's relationship to man and man's relationship to man. But he never touched the sanitary laws or the dietary laws. He can't because he's God. He knew what these foods were and how toxic they were. Now, some people misinterpreted scripture like in Timothy, and they said that he's changed it. But you have to go back into the Greek and look at what the word says, guys. And the whole thing about it is, is that when they talk about eating of these meats and other things and not basically going to hell, you're never going to go to hell for eating pork as a Christian. It's not going to happen. But you have to ask yourself a question. Why in the world do you want to massively increase your risks of heart disease, diabetes, and cancer by eating pork? Why do you want to do that? And number two, why do you want to do something that doesn't please God? Read the last two chapters of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 64 and 65, and let God talk to you through the scriptures about what he thinks about the eating of of pork. He talks about it. He compares it with rats and other abominable things. This is God talking through the book of Isaiah in a prophetic word. So you have to think through this for a second. Why do you want to hack off the Almighty? I mean, that's pretty blunt. I can't say much more clear than that. I mean, why do you want to do things that you know God doesn't want you to do? The Bible says if we love him, we'll obey his commands and we'll do what pleases him, it says in the book of John. So let's just not get into a fact of, well, you know, we're not under the law, we're not under this. Let's just look at it this way. God says don't do it. Let's just not do it. I mean, that's what the Ten Commandments were all about. I mean, it's not that one jot or one tittle should be taken away from any of this until all things are accomplished is what the Word says. And see, we have to understand that it's so important that we avoid certain types of foods. And if you get the book, Maximum Energy, we only, like I said, only have a few of those left. If you get that with your $300 order with Health Masters, you will see an entire documented chapter on the high-fat luncheon meats and pork and why they're so toxic and so bad for you. Plus, it goes into detail on shellfish, margarine, trans fats. And also in there is a whole chapter that I wrote on aspartame that you can copy and give to your friends because that's I maintain the copyright on that particular chapter. And you guys can just you know share that whole article. It's called Aspartame, A Chronicle of Crime in that book and it goes into micro detail on what aspartame is, how what is how it was approved through the Food and Drug Administration. And guys, it's one of those things that if you read that chapter on aspartame and you want to continue drinking diet sodas, I'll pray for you. That's all I can do, Doug. I can't say much more than that. Because it's it's that bad. Oh by the way, omega three fats in brain development in the last trimester are critical if you're pregnant. Oh by the way, I want to mention this to everybody today. Today is Austin's 29th birthday. Today was his birthday, and it is still his birthday. So, well, happy birthday, Austin! If you want to send him an email tonight, you know, on our website, and wish him happy birthday, I know he'd appreciate that. And his wife is pregnant again. And another article came out this past week, and it said eating a high-fat diet in pregnancy could increase your family's risk of breast cancer and the woman's risk of breast cancer. Again, this is one of these articles that's complete nonsense. What it should have said, and this is what I believe it's supposed to say, eating a trans-fat, hydrogenated oil, high-fat diet using lots of omega-3 fats that have been hydrogenated will increase your family's risk of breast cancer. That's what it should have said. Women have to be on a relatively high-fat, high-caloric intake when they're pregnant, especially in the last trimester, because in the last trimester, almost the bulk of the brain development takes place, and that baby has to have omega-3 fat for proper brain development. If it does not, it will pull the omega-3 fat out of the mother's brain, causing what we call postpartum depression 
depression in the woman in many cases. Marie Osmond suffered from this. Guys, that's why it's so important. If you want proper brain development for your child, you should be taking a really high grade of cod liver oil every single day for the last trimester. And in fact, we have a multiple program, multiple vitamin just for women that contain omega-3 fats. And what I always tell them in that last trimester, you need to take at least another tablespoon of omega-3 fats because it will increase the IQ scores of these children by doing that alone, guys. It's so important that you understand that. What do you think, guys? Well, you know, uh, we hear a lot of... One thing that bothers me about the... Uh, science and, and the health industry is you hear uh, complete opposites. You know, ten years ago, milk was bad for you. That's right. You know, good for you, and then now it's it's uh, it's bad for you, and so on and so on. And uh, you know, did you know, Ted, that eight out of ten doctors prefer uh, or recommend Camel cigarettes? Uh, that's right. That was back in the sixties. That's right. Yeah. And, I, well, I, and I will say something else to you brought by the, brought to you by a good old Sabatan. Uh, Bernice, what was his name? Uh, Sigmund Freud's, uh, Bernays, his Sigmund Freud's, Freud's, uh, cousin. They put jingles together back in the 60s because they knew they could burn them indelibly into your right brain and you'd never forget them. And when they combined them with imagery, like with Joe Camel, they were able to massively affect an entire generation of children when they smoked cigarettes. In fact, many of you who are at my age or older, you'll remember the old commercial pop, pop, fizz, fizz, oh, what a, and if you remember that relief it is, the other one was I'd walk a mile for a, camel and all of these jingles were used from a marketing standpoint to burn indelibly into your right brain with the imagery on the TV and the commercials the need for cigarettes including the doctors at that point in time actually promoting the use of cigarettes for health I mean mm-hmm. Doug you can't make this stuff up I mean it's just it's just when you stop back and you look at what we've done to the population of this country and how we're leading the world when it comes to heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. The leading cause of death in our children aged 14 and under other than accidents is cancer. ADD, autism, autism 1 in 40, 1 in 60, depending on who you read right now. This is absolutely nuts that this is going on and the American population is not up in arms, but the reason they're not is because they're getting their subsidies, they're getting their free health care, they're getting their money from the government, and they don't want to rock the boat because they don't want to come off of this this gravy train from the government with 100 million people not working in the United States, guys. It's crazy. Yeah, wow. Well, you said a mouthful there, indeed. Um, yeah, well, I, 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 you... Here I am thinking about all of the uh, slogans from Madison Avenue back in the 60s. And 50s. That's right. You know, it, 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 you got me going here. It, my goodness, how we have been really brainwashed. brainwashed. Yeah. yeah, no, and it, it was done on purpose because, remember, you always remember, Bernays was Sabbatain Kabbalist. He was Luciferian. He was Satanist. So was Freud. I mean, these guys were like perverts, right? These guys were pedophiles. These guys were like weirdos. You know, they, they, I mean, if you read the writings of Freud, this guy was like a cocaine addict, sex addict. I mean, they, this guy was nuts. And I remember when I was in the uh, psychology program at Florida State, we had to learn all about Sigmund Freud. We started realizing the guy was a cocaine. It was a cokehead. I'm like, and he was a sexual pervert. Finally, I told one of the professors one day we were talking about it. It was, the, yeah, it was called the evolution of psychological thought. And I said, why in the world do we have to learn what this pervert had to say? I said, this guy's a nutbag. I said, this guy was a cocaine head who was a pervert and basically was just a weirdo. And now we know what the Sabbateans do, that these guys are basically into this child ritual sacrifice and sodomy. And look what happened with the Catholic Church having that that orgy busted last week over there in Rome. I mean, they had they got they walked into them having an orgy, a bunch of homosexuals. I mean, this is stuff you can't even make up, Doug. And the problem is nobody on the mainstream media 
will discuss it because these guys in the mainstream media, these Sabbateans, these weirdos that are involved with these Masonic lodges. Now, I'm going to say something for a second. The vast majority of people who are in Masonic lodges, the low-level Masons, they're fork and knife Masons. They go in once or twice. They join up. They get the little ring. They get to walk around tell by their Mason. It helps them to get job contracts in many cases. They don't have any idea what these guys are doing in the 32nd and 33 degree levels. They have no idea. They don't even understand they're talking and worshiping Lucifer when they talk about, you know, they're swearing allegiance to their Lord. They don't understand any of that stuff. Now, guys, listen to me for a second. What you have to realize is that Theodore Roosevelt was a Masonic leader. You have to realize that Taft was a Masonic leader. Both these guys worked together to get Wilson into the White House to be passed the Federal Reserve. This is this is how it works. Franklin Delano Roosevelt was a Satanic leader. He was a Masonic leader. We have to understand these guys and who they were. Harry Truman who allowed millions of Germans to starve to death after World War II, intentionally blocked food shipments to them, intentionally. He was a Masonic leader. He was a 32nd degree Masonic leader, and he ended up basically getting a 30, 30, 30 gig, becoming a 33 degree Mason, and so it was the highest honor ever bestowed onto him. Andrew Jackson was a Masonic leader, and that's when we had the big fight between the Sabbatean Kabbalists and the Rothschild banking cartel with his administration. In addition to that, we have to realize that Albert Pike was also a Masonic leader. He wrote Morals and Dogma and talked about obtaining and, and, and harnessing the seething energies of Lucifer. And Albert Pike was was pardoned by Abraham Lincoln's successor, Johnson, and that's one of the reasons that they tried to impeach Johnson. If he wasn't impeached, but didn't go through. But the thing about it is, is they were so angry at him because he had basically pardoned Albert Pike, who was being tried for war crimes, because he had a group of Indians who was part of, who were part of his battalion, who had gone in and just basically desecrated a bunch of bodies, and they wanted to basically put Albert Pike in jail. But Albert Pike was above Johnson in the hierarchy of the Masonic lodges, and Johnson pardoned Pike. I mean, you've got to go back and look at all of this stuff from a Masonic standpoint about how in 1776, when Washington, D.C. was laid out and the Capitol was laid out, that they did it in an open pentagram to trap the seething energies of Lucifer into a Washington, D.C., which they've been very effective at doing, I may add. And so this is this group of people that was involved in the formation of our country. And we have to realize that we were not founded. Barack Obama said that correct. When the pilgrims came over, we were founded as a Christian country. When England came in, and then we had these group of Masonic leaders start the United States and the Constitution, etc. It was not founded as a Christian country. It was going to be the, it was going to be the new Atlantis, so to speak. This whole thing is really weird when you get into the history of the United States and who these Masonic leaders were and how they were involved in creating this chaos that we have now. And so it's interesting to me when I go back and I look at that. And again, I'm going to say this again. The low-level Masonic initiates, they have no idea in most cases of what's going on. They're the fork and knife guys that basically go to the meetings every once in a while to obtain contracts, etc., and to help them in their businesses. Guys, this is something we need to expose. We need to expose who Pike was. We need to expose the thing with Johnson and Lincoln. We need to pose it. It's all going to talk about this. All of this stuff needs to be pushed out there into the open and make people realize that all of this stuff is not okay. We don't need to be under the leadership of these satanic groups. And we have these, and remember, if there, if some of these guys are Luciferians and some of them are Satanists, they're not necessarily the same group of people. They, they, can, they can be mutually exclusive. Some of these guys don't believe in a real devil. Other ones do. 
That's why these groups are competing right now. These two satanic groups are competing for the hierarchy of the control of the global grid network. That's what's going on. That's why we have these guys fighting with each other. Guys, it's so important that we understand that, you know, we have to continue to stay focused on Yeshua and Yahweh and understand that we're Christians and we've got to continually witness the people that aren't saved to bring them to a knowledge of Christ Jesus. Because, guys, time is getting really short. If you don't see that, you don't feel that in your spirit, then... You're not reading off the same page I'm reading off of. This is some crazy stuff that's going on all over the planet right now, guys, and we need to be aware of that. We need to continue to bring honor and glory to God to the best of our abilities in everything we do. What do you guys think? Yeah, amen. And I think, I think everyone has more. to – everyone is a node in this, I believe. Everyone that's, is that's a right. – uh, uh, you know, Bush talked about the thousand points of light. That, that, that By the way, the context of that, not good, but uh, we can be – the uh, uh, we can be one of the nodes in, uh, I believe, in, in, in pushing back the dial of prophecy, biblical prophecy, so our children, our grandchildren, can enjoy another day of God's creation. So that this is what we're, I think, appointed to do in the larger sense. No, that's exactly right, Doug and Joe. And that's why, and that's why you know, I'm, I'm going to say this again. I want everybody, I want to urge everybody to support Hagman and Hagman. Uh, we're going to give a percentage of every bottle of multiple that gets sold this next week uh, to Doug and Joe as far as promoting, help, helping to support their, their, their network, their platform. And so you guys have no excuse not to support the, the show. I mean, that's, that's all I can say. I mean, because we got we to support one another, guys. We are under such attack in the alternative radio industry because they don't want us to be funded. They don't want us to be self-funded. They don't want you guys to support us. They don't want to allow us to use YouTube channels to generate revenue anymore. They're doing everything they possibly can to shut the lid on alternative media because they know if the person who's doing the alternative media can't feed their family, they got to do something else. I mean, it's all part of what we have to do, guys. I mean, you have to realize that we all have to work together synergistically to get this message out. You think, well, you think we'll change everything? I think we'll slow things down. I think we've done that with Donald Trump. I think we've slowed things down. But guys, the same group, this, this, the same Babylonian group, the same fallen angel group, remember, they play both sides of this. They play both sides. They want to make sure they have the positive and the negative poles going all the time to slowly manipulate you to the point of where all your thoughts are evil all of the time. They can't do that in one generation. It takes a multi-generation approach. It takes thousands of years to create that type of, of, of environment, which is what they want, because they feed on that negative energy. That's why the Bible says that we're to think on the good things. On the, on the, we need to praise one another and praise God and build each other up and lift each other up and exhort each other and tell each other how well we're doing and edify each other and do everything we possibly can to do what we can do as Christians to help one another. That's why it's such a key that everybody listening tonight really, 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 really needs to go to the Hagman & Hagman website and, and donate a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, a hundred dollars, whatever you can do, a thousand dollars. Even better yet, and and thank you, Ted, for that uh, endorsement. Even better yet, get your ultimate multiples from healthmasters.com. That's healthmasters.com. And and I will say this, I have never felt better. Um, I've taken the, the, oh, you know, the the Centrum. In the past, I've taken the drugstore, the Walmart brand, the even the uh, GNC brand. Nothing compares to the ultimate multiple by healthmasters.com, and I mean that. You will feel the difference. Guarantee it. Ted Brower is our guest. Healthmasters.com is his website. Doug5 is the code uh, for non-saleable merchandise. 300, uh, 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 book, um, 
his book, uh, over $300 order. You get the book free, and I think it's a fantastic deal. Ted Brewer is our guest. Stand by. No work break. Okay, we'll be right back. In three days in the belly of the beast, Daniel Holdings wrote about the God Particle before CERN actually discovered the God Particle. In As the Darkness Falls, Daniel wrote about an Islamist terrorist confederacy that rose up out of Syria and declared a caliphate three years before ISIS was ever heard of. In his newest novel, Between the Veil, Daniel talks about a space between dimensions where supernatural beings can walk. He says that these novels are a warning from the creator to his creation. Will war come to America? Will the world's economies collapse? Are we looking at increased earthquakes and volcanic activity? Will the United States fall into civil war? You can find all of Daniel's work at his website, DanielHoldings.com. That's DanielHoldings.com. All of these things and more are talked about in Daniel's books. To find out what's coming next, go to DanielHoldings.com. Worldwide demand is making coconuts one of the highest-yielding cash crops available today. Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and many high-net-worth individuals have invested billions of dollars into coconuts for strong growth and solid long-term income. Yields could be as high as 18% or more per year. Capital appreciation and exceptional income for up to 60 long years would be an absolutely brilliant investment to pass on to future generations. Diversify wisely with direct ownership of fully managed coconuts on prime farmland close to the beautiful Costa Rican border. For more information, qualified accredited investors should go to ProfitsInCoconuts.com or phone 855-888-6288. That's 855-888-6288. This announcement does not constitute an offer to sell securities or a solicitation of an offer to purchase. Offer made by prospectus only. 855-888-6288 or visit ProfitsInCoconuts.com. ProfitsInCoconuts.com. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in this community and beyond. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. At HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. to this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. Ted Brower is our guest. That's healthmasters.com, healthmasters.com. Doug5 is the coupon code. Doug, the number 5 coupon code. By the way, uh, Ted and Austin Brower have their own show right here on Global Star Radio Network before our show, as well as after our show, immediately following our, our program. Uh, they've got some kick butt information. Austin is just a tremendous asset with respect to his knowledge. Uh, I just, I can't recommend any other show more than, than, um, 
uh, the Ted Nelson Brower Show. And by the way, you can sign up at healthmasters.com for their newsletter and such. Solar, have you heard about, have you heard about portable Portable Solar LLC. That's portablesolarllc.com. Go there for all of your, well, for energy insurance for your family. Read about the threats to the grid, the um, breaking news items that they've got there. Well, they've got uh, products and and they've got products that, uh, solar systems that will prevail despite uh, EMPs, this Soul Arc generator. It's EMPR and it's quiet. It pays for itself. It's off-grid ready, scalable to your needs. Soul Arc powers all of your essential appliances. Just go to again portablesolarllc.com. That's portablesolarllc.com. One more time for your EMP hardened solar generator and. Uh, the, the, the video there that explains the entire system. It is portablesolarllc.com. Again, guest is Dr. Ted Brower. So thankful to have him, his son, his wife. What a blessing to our, what a blessing to our platform. Ted, come on back. Let's keep, let's let's continue, man. This is fascinating stuff. Let's talk about zinc. <laughs> the zinc is made of zinc, right? And uh, we need to realize that zinc's very, very important. I want to talk about zinc a little bit tonight because this is interesting. Because years ago, when I first started Health Masters back in 1981-82, I used to do a lot of stuff working with churches as far as trying to help their guys, etc. And one of the things we've learned, and this is something that you need to understand, is really, really important. A lot of guys... By the time they're in their mid-20s, their libido really starts to drop real far. It starts to go way down. And we actually did a lot of counseling with people way back when, and we told them that one of the best things you could do if you want to increase your libido was to take zinc, about 80 milligrams a day, and also about 1,600 IUs of vitamin E a day. Now, if you stack that with our Testaplex and our HGH Stimulate, which is like, which is like a natural Viagra, the HGH Stimulate is, you have an incredible... You, you have a massive increase in libido for a man because we found that one of the biggest problems is, Doug, with marriage is, it, is the infertility problem. Uh, you know, we have, we have sperm counts that are down up to 90% right now because of all the bisphenol A and plastics and chemicals that we're exposed to. And we also have a lot of people that are extremely zinc deficient. See, these trace minerals are not necessarily put back in the soil after the crops are harvested. And so if the soil doesn't contain the trace minerals, how in the world are you supposed to have the trace minerals in the food? It can't do that. The soil will be deficient in zinc. The plant's going to be deficient in zinc. Some of the other side effects of zinc, it causes a reduction in disease-fighting cells. It also causes a deficiency. It can cause a contributing growth of tumors. It can cause a slow growth in cognitive defects and depression. It can also reduce the severity and duration of colds and respiratory infections. So, like I said, women should be taking about 50 milligrams a day. Men should be taking about 75 milligrams a day. And it's amazing to me what a high-quality zinc supplement will do just for your overall stamina. So I want to mention that tonight because I never really talked about zinc. Now, also, let's look at what's going on, too. We are having so much junk dumped into the food supply and into the waters that fish now 
This is crazy. I'm, this, I'm not making this stuff up. Fish are now becoming transgender, about 20% of them in these different areas where these birth control pills are being flushed or large amounts of plastic and bestial A are being pushed in. And so we have to understand that not only they are affecting human beings with this stuff, but they're affecting a lot of other people. That's why our superfood complete right now is on sale for over 30% off. It's like a natural detoxifier. We talked about it earlier in the show, so I don't want to, I don't want to say anything about that again. But this is a phenomenal product. It's normally like almost $100, and it's on sale for like $59. It's a phenomenal product. We sell a lot of these this product at full price. It's a 30% discount. And the book, by the way, Doug, is called Maximum Energy, but we only have a couple boxes of those. So they're going to be gone tonight. I can pretty much guarantee you that. With any $300 order, you're going to get that book for free. It's a hardback copy. Sold almost a million copies. It's a phenomenal book. And again, the coupon code is Doug5, and it's 5% off all non-sale items. Now, I want to say something to you guys. The American Medical Association has opposed vaccine research. Now, I know that's hard for you to believe that they don't want to think about what's going on with these kids with autism. But I'm going to give you some information here and what a few scientists have said and some of their admit some of their comments back to this. This is nuts. The AMA has quoted, this is a quote. It says, the AMA fully supports the overwhelming body of evidence and the rigor, rigorous scientific processes used by the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, which demonstrate vaccines are among the most effective and safest interventions to prevent individual illnesses and protect the health of the public. This is a direct quote by William Kobler in his statement for the AMA. Now, here's what I'm going to say about this particular statement. The Vaccine Compensation Board has paid out through the federal government almost $4 billion in claims and they deny almost everybody who comes in, by the way. It's a very small percentage that gets any money. So since 1986, when Reagan exempted these guys from having to do research or exempted them from toxicology side effects from these particular vaccines, $4 billion has been paid out. So for these guys to come in and say that this rigorous scientific process has been proven that these things are safe, how in the world have we paid out $4 billion in compensation to probably, in my opinion this is, to 1% of the people that have been affected. I personally think it should be closer to $400 billion that should have been paid out for all the children that have been damaged through vaccines. But now, autism right now is occurring at epidemic rates. We now have over a million children in the United States that have been diagnosed with autism, something that our environment is responsible for causing, this autism epidemic, because it never happened before. Oh, you know, over the same period, over the, in the last few years, autism cases per 100,000 have gone from 21 to 25, and statistics are basically saying for the first time, you know, since 1993, the U.S. life expectancy has declined, and that 43% of U.S. children, 32 million, this is 43%, almost half the children, had at least one chronic health condition, increasing to 54.1% when overweight is also applied. And guys, we have to understand that approximately one in 40 people, sometimes people are saying one in 60 children now have autism. Of course, we're supposed to believe that the dramatic spike in childhood illness in cases of autism has nothing to do with the tripling of the number of vaccines on the CDC's childhood immunization schedule between 1996 and 2017. I mean, they're completely ignoring the smoking elephant, smoking gun in the room. One big answer that they're doing this for is because big funded pharmaceutical corporations like the AMA and the American Academy of Pediatrics have gone to great lengths to ensure that vaccine safety remain in the hands of policymakers. They have systematically blocked efforts of investigations by independent scientists. 
Vaccines are currently advocated for the elderly, the infirmed, all adults, all pregnant women, and their fetuses. That's why you said over 4,000 increase in fetal death, and all children of all ages, including preemies and micro-preemies. The standards of vaccine safety must be closely examined. Vaccine trials are only interested in the development of an antibody after a muscle has been injected with foreign matter. The combined and cumulative effects of 55 shots, listen to this, 55 shots, 209 vaccine adjuvants, antigens, and 525 milligrams of micrograms of mercury and 13,000 micrograms of aluminum that have been injected into a child by 18 years of age in accordance with the CDC's 2017 child immunization schedule has never been examined. I'm going to repeat that. The combined and cumulative effects of 55 shots, 209 vaccine antigens or adjuvants, 525 micrograms of mercury and 13,000 micrograms of aluminum that have been injected into a child by 18 years of age in accordance with the CDC's 2017 childhood immunization schedule has never been examined. People have no idea this aluminum doesn't just come out of the system, guys. You know, unless you're taking something like that, you know, the, mag- the magnesium brain support, which helps to chelate it back out, or you're doing chelation therapy, either orally or intravenously. This stuff just doesn't want to come out of the system, out of the cells. Uh, that's why it's so important, guys, that you really examine it, examine this vaccine issue with your children, with your grandchildren, with your great-grandchildren, and you get the information to these your f- friends or your family about this. There's a great movie out called Vaxxed. Robert De Niro was going to show it at the Rebecca Film Festival a few years ago, and he crawfished and wouldn't show it. And, but now it's available for like $10 at Amazon.com. I don't promote Amazon very often because it's just a giant monopoly run by the CIA as far as I'm concerned. But you can get this movie facts for like $10, and if you really care about people, you can give this movie away to people who are pregnant or to your loved ones rather than getting into an argument with them about it. Say, hey, will you do me a favor and watch this movie? It's 10 bucks. I'll be happy to give it to you as a gift, which I personally have done, by the way. I've given it to people to, so you can understand what you're getting involved in if you decide to vaccinate your children and how much toxicity you're going to put into these kids, which I just read to you guys a minute ago by doing this. By the way, I just thought I'd want to, and the reason I talk about the vaccine so much, Doug, it's such a major problem with these kids getting so sick. And, uh, and we have to, we have to take a look at it. We really do. And by the way, did you see, go ahead. Did you see statistics? Out of Amish communities that over 98% of the children in Amish communities, uh, do not suffer from the autistic and other similar, uh, uh I get birth defects or, uh, issues that are, that we see in modern medicine with vaccinated groups. The study that I, that I read said they couldn't find. Now, whether this is accurate or not, I don't know, John. I read the study. It said they could not find one child that was autistic in an Amish community, not one. Not one. Yeah. Now, they may have some health problems, okay? But remember, these guys are eating mostly organic food. They don't get exposed to all the microwave radiation because they're not allowed to have smartphones and iPhones and all those other things. Uh, they homeschool the kids, I believe, until they're in ninth grade. I think they have to be 16 or 15 or 14 years old. And then it's up to the child if they want to continue doing their education. I have a friend of mine who was a, who's an Amish fellow, but he left the Amish community years ago. His name's Elvie, and he has a company called Metal Lark Log Homes in Libby, Montana. And he has like five or six children, and all of the kids are like super healthy. And I mean, they have their own garden, they eat organic. I mean, these guys are really practicing what they preach. And guys, it's so important that you understand, when you look at a group of people like the Amish, and they don't have these disease rates that we have in the general population, we have to ask ourselves a simple question, why? 
Why is it we're leading the world when it comes to heart disease, diabetes, and autism? Why is it, why are we doing that? You know, why are all these kids getting so sick? Why are the kids so obese? You know, why do so many people have problems with Parkinson's disease? Why do so many people have problems with fertility in the United States? Uh, why do people have so many problems with memory losses in the United States? I mean, why is this happening to the people in the United States? Well, it's because we're soaking our food down in glyphosate before we harvest it. We're eating poisons. We're eating all kinds of toxins and GMOs in our diet. And we're injecting our children with these huge amounts of mercury and aluminum, not to mention these hundreds of adjuvants on an ongoing basis until they're 18 years of age. And we wonder why we're affecting their neurological development. Think through this for a second. This isn't rocket science. You can't dump aluminum and mercury into the body in these types of concentrations and not have it act as a neurotoxin, which is what it is. I remember... It, it was one of the reasons they stopped using mercury in thermometers, Doug and Joe, is because if they break, they're so toxic, they have to call the EPA in. If, they, if you have a mercury thermometer in a school setting and you drop the mercury thermometer and it breaks and the mercury goes out on the floor, they'll close the entire part of the school down, send a hazmat team in to pick it up, but they don't even consider the fact that they're injecting this stuff into children. And, and I used to play with that. I used to play with the mercury from the thermometers when I was a kid. We all did, Doug. And, and the craziest thing about it is that we weren't being injected with it. We weren't taking it orally. I mean, we weren't doing this stuff, you know? And uh, But, yeah, mercury was always fun to play with because you could separate it. Like, it always had to glob back together again. It was just weird. It was like a liquid metal. It was, it was actually cool for kids to play with. But, you know, now they realize how unbelievably dangerous that is that we can't do that. By the way, turmeric, we've talked about it so many times. and We had talked about that earlier when we talked about uh, Katie Whalen and also about Paul my buddy's son who recovered from the glial tumor of the brain, uh, they were taking lots, lots of turmeric. Now, turmeric is probably never going to be approved by the Food and Drug Administration for a cancer-fighting agent. It's not going to happen because you can't patent it and the companies can't make any money on it. But this is the ancient Indian herb, basically, that has been shown repeatedly with a new study, again, that finds turmeric extract selectively and safely killing cancer stem cells in a way that chemotherapy and radiation cannot. A groundbreaking study published in the journal Anti-Cancer Research reveals that one of the world's most extensively researched and promising natural compounds for cancer treatment, the primary polyphenol in the ancient spice turmeric, known as curcuum, has the ability to selectively target cancer stem cells, which are at the root of cancer malignancy, while having little or no toxicity on normal stem cells, which are essential for tissue regeneration and longevity. This is an article, this is a study that was it's called Curcurum, Curcurum and Cancer Stem Cells. Curcurum has asymmetrical effects on cancer in normal stem cells by Peter Sordillo and Lawrence Helson. If you want to read the entire article, this is Anti-Cancer Research, 35, Five pages 559-64, 2015. says curcumin has been shown to have numerous cytotoxic effects on cancer stem cells. This is due to the suppression of the release of cytokines. In spite of its multiple actions targeting CSCs, curcumin has little toxicity against normal stem cells. And you can read the entire article online if you'd like. The concluding remarks are this, that the study adds, this is from the author who wrote this article, uh, his name is Asai, they decided the study adds growing support to the idea that safe, time-tested natural substances are superior to synthetic ones, given the evidence that safe and effective alternatives may already exist. Chemotherapy, radiation, even surgery may long, no longer be justified as for the first-line standard care of cancer treatment. And in fact, a significant body of evidence now in, implicates these treatments are worsening the prognosis and in some cases driving cancer cell 
stem cell enrichment, which we talked about earlier about spreading cancer through chemotherapy. Tumor cancer components, of course, are not FDA-approved drugs, and by definition, the FDA will not allow an unapproved substance, natural or synthetic, to prevent, treat, diagnose, or cure disease. This means that you will not be seeing it offered by an oncologist as an alternative to chemotherapy anytime soon. But guys, I take it every single day, four to six capsules. And I tell you what, it's a phenomenal product. It does so much more than that, that I think it's a product that we need to take on a daily basis on a regimented protocol. And that's why I use it every single day. And oh, by the way, I haven't forgotten, at 9.30 we're going to start taking phone calls, so you have about 13 minutes to get in line on the telephone. If you want to give the number out now, because it's going to tie up, the numbers are going to go pretty fast. We're going to try to go through as many calls as we possibly can in a 30-minute time period. And please try to keep your calls as succinct as possible. We will let you come on the air if it's okay with Doug ask your question and then we will basically hang up. Please don't feel we're being rude. It's just that I can't go into detail with a lot of people with different types of conditions from a liability standpoint. I want to keep it as general as I possibly can to help as many people as I possibly can. Uh, By the way, brain-eating amoebas now, Doug and Joe, have been found in the Louisiana tap water. This is frightening residents. Uh, tap water contaminated with a deadly brain-eating amoeba has been discovered in North Monroe and Shriver, Louisiana. So, guys, if you're in those areas, please make sure that you're eating, you're drinking purified water. I recommend using distilled water. We have those distillers at healthmasters.com, and you can always take our trace mineral supplement called Aquatrace and put in a couple of drops in every gallon and to remineralize the water with minerals that your body needs. But God, be careful if you're in those areas because this is the same amoeba that is found in a lot of freshwater lakes here in Central Florida, which is one of the reasons we tell our children we don't want them swimming in freshwater lakes in the middle of the summer because when it gets hot, these things have a tendency to basically explode in their population and multiple children have died by getting this water up their noses and going into their brains and uh, this is a brain parasite, and it's a horrible, horrible death. So make sure if you're in those areas that you're drinking good purified water. By the way, sweating has been proven now to remove deadly chemicals from the body. A promising new study confirms that the simple act of sweating may go a long way in removing dangerous industrial chemicals from our body, including mineral oil, which has been contaminating everybody for a long, long time, which is used in a lot of cosmetics, and a lot of flame retardants are actually able to be taken out of the body by the act of sweating. That's why so many people have been using saunas and steam rooms for millennia to help cleanse their bodies. But also remember, if you have high blood pressure or if you have some health issues, always check with your doctor before you get into a steam room. I know this week, Doug and Joe, we had a, that big heads at the office, and I cut a bunch of that down myself while the kids were hauling it off. And I tell you what, I had a pretty good sweat going, but at the age of 61, you have to also be careful if you're going to be doing yard work. And it doesn't matter if you have to be 61, especially in the heat of the summer to make sure you drink ample amounts of water and don't get overheated because what you don't want to do is suffer from heat stroke. That's very, very important that you maintain maintain hydration and that you avoid allowing your body getting overheated in the summertime. And so I actually stopped doing that about 10 o'clock in the morning here because it gets so incredibly hot. By the way, fentanyl, this is a number one, this is a really big product that a lot of people are using now for pain. Now I'm going to talk to you about this. The, 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 the fentanyl death rate in New Jersey has, has gone through the roof. The most 
powerful opioid ever mass marketed was designed to ease cancer patients into death. This is fentanyl. I, I'm going to say this again. It's the most powerful opioid ever mass marketed and was designed to ease cancer patients into death. In other words, when you're dying of cancer, it allows it to make that transition more, more, more smooth while you're in, to stop the pain. But the dose of the size of a grain of sand can kill you. Meet fentanyl is basically heroin on steroids and it's killing people in droves. And in New Jersey, you can get it after having your tonsils removed, for heaven's sakes. In fact, doctors who treat children's colds and adults' sore knees are prescribing it with alarming frequency, far more than oncologists on easing the end-of-life cancer pain. In New Jersey, advanced medical in New Jersey, an advanced media analysis has found that eight medical specialties in New Jersey have filed more Medicare claims for fentanyl than those by oncologists. Family practitioners, for example, filled at least five times as many claims for fentanyl from 2013 to 2015 than did cancer doctors. I mean, this is a very, very strong opioid guide. They also have it on patches, and guys have, and, 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 and people have actually overdosed by handling people that use this and rub it on their skin by getting it on their own skin in a transdermal application. So, guys, be very, very careful with this if you have pain or chronic pain. And, Doug, I'm sure you're aware of this product. It needs to be avoided as much as possible, as with all opiates, since they are extremely addictive. What do you guys think? You know, there's a, we've seen the statistics that overdoses are now the leading cause of death in America, taking over car accidents and, That's right. and just about everything else. And, and, you know, there are obviously a lot of legitimate reasons that people need, uh, you know, the pain medicine and, and the opioids at the same time. Uh, you know, these manufacturers over manufacture it and, and, uh, it gets down to doctors giving out prescriptions to enrich themselves, you know, and that's well, where the problems yeah, lie. You but. know what though, you know what though, you can, you can say all that. Uh, Ted, I have a problem where, um, and I've seen this, okay, because of a manufactured opioid epidemic, you've got cancer patients, children, who, who the doctors are scared to friggin' death to prescribe opiates or, you know, uh, some palliative care to children for fear they'll get addicted. Now, tell me what, what kind of sense does that make, Ted? Well, it doesn't make any sense. It pisses sense. me off. It no, really, no, I, 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 no, I'm, I'm going to tell you, it pisses me off. No, me too. And it really does. And the reason for that is, is that these kids are dying and they don't have treatment protocols that are working for these children. They're dying. They know they're dying and they're not allowing them to pass into the next life, you know, without excruciating pain because they're scared of losing their licenses. But then here in New Jersey, the doctors were paid at least $1.6 million by pharmaceutical companies after marketing various forms of fentanyl in the same time period. Fentanyl deaths in New Jersey increased from 42 in 2013 to 417 in 2015. I mean, you know, Chris Christie needs to get involved with all this nonsense up there with the fentanyl. But remember, guys, Afghan heroin is basically bringing all this stuff to the United States, controlled by our CIA. And one one thing I want to, I mentioned this on our show today, North Korea is a huge opium heroin producer. And it seems funny to me now that we're having all of these people saying how we need to take North Korea out. All of a sudden, they're competing against the Afghan heroin, which I find, find always interesting to me that these countries, like in the Cambodian Triangle, that's one of the primary reasons we ended up in the Vietnam War, was to control the opiate production in the Cambodian Triangle. And you can go back and do the research on that. There's a really good book 
called the unholy it's called operation gladio the unholy alliance between the cia the vatican and the uh the mafia and that book goes into detail about that but guys it really is important that we understand that a lot of these opiums this this heroin is being sent into belgium it's being sent into india and pakistan into full-fledged pharmaceutical laboratories as raw materials to be producing oxycontin and other types of opiates and so these aren't fake aftermarket you know, you know, you know, bogus pills. These are the real pills, and that they're using those yeah. pills, and they're bringing them in by the by the hundreds of billions of dollars to distribute on the streets with the mafia here in the United States. These pharmaceutical giants that are manufacturing these things are working directly with the CIA to produce this black market heroin's what it's going to be basically opium uh, or or you know or opiates and this is exactly what's going on throughout the world right now and that's why we have so many people that have become addicted to these things and they're basically dying from these things because they're not being told the truth about how addictive this stuff is Sharon's brother Todd I told you guys this 2 years ago he died of a heroin overdose her half brother 37 years of age in Orlando on Colonial Drive which is also nicknamed heroin highway and it was such a, it's so common for people to die in Orlando from heroin overdose that they don't even investigate who the pusher was. If the person's like a drug addict, they don't even bother trying to find out who sold them the drugs to kill them because they don't have the manpower because there's so many of these people dying like on a daily basis in some of these areas from heroin overdoses. Guys, it's done to us on purpose. This is how they fund their black operations, and it also disables the mind. These, these Sabbatean Kabbalists that do all of this, Doug, they're doing everything to debilitate body and soul. That's what they're doing. They're trying, yeah. to, they're trying to destroy everybody through their porn, through their drugs, through their food, through their GMOs. It's all about reducing the population of the planet and causing as much pain and suffering as they possibly can. That's what these guys do. Ted, let's give out the, the number for people to call. The phone lines are open now. So people can start lining up. The number is 844-769-2944. That is 844-769-2944. We're going to be taking calls and questions for Dr. Ted Brewer. And I just want to uh, say this. I just uh, received some sad news. Um, one of the good fr- good friends of our shows and, and a good friend of mine uh, who is from, from Buffalo, many of you who used to be in our blog talk radio chat know him as infidel 007 uh, his name is larry i just received some some disturbing news that uh he is on a respirator in a coma and i just talked to him two days ago and he said he was feeling a lot better uh he had a new defibrillator put in and i would just ask that you guys keep him in your prayers keep larry from buffalo in your prayers as he is uh, in the icu in a coma and Look, uh, Joe, can we pray for him right now? Sure. Yeah, and, and, and here's why I do that. Every time I tell people that I'll pray for them, I always pray for them right now because it's easy to pray for them right now because so many times when you don't pray for Larry right now, you're going to forget his name. You're going to forget to pray for him. So let's pray right now. Father, right now we come before your holy throne of grace through Yeshua, Lord. We thank you for Larry, big supporter of the Hagman Show. Joe's known him for many years. We ask for grace for him, Lord. We ask for you to send your supernatural touch to him right now, Father. We ask you to infuse him with your Holy Spirit and to restore him and to bring him out of this coma, Lord, and to get him healthy again, Father. We believe, Father, that you can do all things 
And we know, Father, that your word says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So, Father, right now we're believing with Joe. And we're believing with his family right now that Larry is going to recover. He's going to come out of this coma and he'll be good as new, Father. I ask you to put your hand upon him, Lord, to touch him, to restore him. Guide the physicians that are working with him, Lord. Make sure they do what they need to do in order to make this to facilitate this. And allow your Holy Spirit to come in, Father, and completely restore him, Lord. We want to, we believe this right now in the name of Jesus, Father. For it's in his name we pray, Lord. Amen. Amen. And guys, and, and guys, if you, and please, when you, when you tell people you're going to pray, pray. It doesn't matter if it's in a restaurant. It doesn't matter if it's at a grocery store. Just pray. Because it's easy just to pray right then on the spot. And the world needs to see us doing that. The world needs to understand that we've been set apart. And we're not like the world and that we have a higher power that we can call upon. It's part of being a Christian that so many of us never utilize. Guys, what do you think? I, I agree, Ted. And a lot of people will say, oh, you know, uh, you know, praying on air or, you know, in, in public or in restaurants, they'll say, well, the Bible, you know, is very clear that you're not to be, you know, praying in the streets and this and that. But what the and that's taken out of context because what it the is, scripture yeah. says mm-hmm. is that you're not supposed to pray in the public for the sake of being seen to be praying. That's and, right. That's right. It's about the motivation and the intent. That's right. That's exactly right. So you don't don't worry about if you're in public or not. You're not doing it to put on a show. Is what the Bible says. Don't do don't do the show. Don't make long and lengthy prayers for a show in public. Don't do that. I mean, that's not, right. that's not, that's not okay. You know, and make them short, succinct, and public. You know, don't start, don't start yelling and screaming. Don't, don't do all that. <laughs> Gosh. And I guess unless the Holy Spirit leads you to yell and scream, I guess you could. But, but I mean, but this, it's just one of those things. Let's just be who we're supposed to be. Children set apart by the Most High. Children who were in, co- we're, we're, we're in covenant with God Almighty, which means He's our covenant head. It's like in the old Indian days, they have blood oaths. And a person would cut their hand, and the Indian would cut his hand, and they'd put their hands together and clasp them, and their bloods would commingle, and they would be a blood brother. We have a blood covenant relationship with God through Yeshua, with Yahweh through Yeshua, through the cross, which allows the Holy Spirit to come into us and connect us to God in his dimension to give us this tremendous power and authority. That's why it says the devil's under our feet. He has no authority over us. That's why they hate Christians so much, because no other religions on this planet put you in a covenant relationship with the creator of the universe. That means in a blood brother relationship, whatever belonged to that Indian and his blood brother belonged to each other. They shared their possessions. They were basically the same person. And we come to God through Christ, through the blood of the Lamb, and we become one with him. We become in covenant with God. He's the covenant head. And he gives us this ability, this authority that we can basically stop this stuff on this planet, at least for our own families. The reason it's so difficult to do it from a worldly standpoint to change the entire globe and stop all the famine and the killing is that the energy field they've created around this planet is one of incredible hostility and negative energy. When we pray about our family or about our loved ones or about our church, we envelop ourselves by the grace of God and we call on his protection. We can station angels around ourselves. We can plead the blood of Christ over us. We can put a hedge of thorns around us, which protects us and our loved ones because they're in agreement with us in this prayer that we pray. And that creates this protective bubble, this surrounding around us that helps this stuff not to affect us whatsoever. Problem is, 
That's what these guys do with their energy fuels and their human sacrifice. They put it around the entire planet. That's exactly what they did in Genesis chapter 6 that God had enough of. That's why I said earlier in the show, they're not going to destroy their ability to control this energy field. They're trying to bring us back to Genesis chapter 6, exactly what Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon my return. That's what they're trying to do, where every thought of every man was evil all of the time. And they can't do that without controlling the energy grid. That's why it's such a dangerous thing to release this 5G network like they're planning on doing, guys. But anyhow, do we have any phone calls, Joe? Uh, yes, we do. And, folks, the number is 844-769-2944. And if you're on YouTube watching, the number's right at the bottom of your screen. We're going to go to April in Kansas first. April, you're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report with Dr. Ted Brewer. Thank you. Ted, I was um, diagnosed with... Hashimoto's disease and I had been taking potassium iodine and the doctor told me that it would burn out my thyroid faster by doing that. Can you give me the true <laughs> scoop on this and I'll listen by phone. Thank you. Autoimmune diseases. You know, it's so funny when they have these thyroid disorders and how they don't want you to try natural approaches. I completely and totally disagree with him, though you can do your own research on that, April. I don't believe that taking a supplement that your body requires, an essential mineral, is going to change and burn out your thyroid when you have to have a certain amount of of this in your system on an ongoing basis in order to maintain a strong immune system and a properly functioning thyroid. You know, when you go to the Health Masters website, we have an entire thyroid support kit that people order from all over the world to keep their thyroids functioning very, very well. We had a lady one time, in fact, it was a young girl, April, she worked for us. Her name was Danielle. I'm not going to give you her last name. And she was a college student. She was like a 20-year-old college student, 21-year-old college student. And she'd been diagnosed with like all these different inflammatory diseases, including Hashimoto. And I'll never forget, she started eating with us because she was like a, that wasn't a live-in nanny, but she was here a lot. And she started taking supplements and taking and eating with us and avoiding all the inflammation, inflammatory foods. And I'll never forget, after about a month and a half of living here with us or staying with us almost all of the time, she came up to me one day and she goes, Ted, I had all of these autoimmune problems and Hashimoto's disease and all these different types of things. And I ended up basically getting off all my medication, working with my doctor by taking your supplements and eating these types of foods. She goes, I cannot believe how good I feel. I'm off all these drugs. I felt so awful when I first started working here. So, yeah, then she, and she also had lupus. And of course, now, you wouldn't really call Hashimoto, you know, basically, a, I guess you get, some people call it inflammatory diseases, but when you have these diseases of thyroid, they're more of a thyroid problem than Hashi, and Hashimoto's is. And then, of course, when you have lupus or things like that, they're more of an autoimmune disease. So, hopefully that'll help, but I disagree with him totally as far as taking potassium iodine, but you can check with another doctor and he'll probably tell you something exactly the opposite. What do you think, Joe? Well, you know, I, I uh, I don't have a, a lot of medical knowledge when it comes to this stuff, but I do know that filling your your thyroid with the uh, healthy iodine keeps the the uh, uh, radiation particles out, and um, that much I do know. But well, I've never heard. I just pulled I pulled a reference book up. Let me just, let's go into the reference books as we can try to help April as much as we possibly can. This is uh, specifically on Hashimoto's and what's going on with you know the hypothyroidism, and, and what's interesting about this is. Uh, you know, hi, let's just talk about this for just a second in detail. Hi, hypothyroidism is caused by an underproduction of thyroid hormone. Uh, the 
system here basically uh, include, the symptoms includes chronic fatigue, loss of appetite, inability to tolerate cold body temperature, and a slow heart rate. And what they're saying here is that the thyroid gland is the body's internal thermostat. A condition called Hashimoto disease is believed to be the most common cause of an act, underactive thyroid. And this disorder of the body is, in effect, becomes allergic to thyroid hormone. Doesn't say about potassium iodine, by the way. It then produces antibodies against its own thyroid tissue. Hashimoto's disease is a common cause of goiter, a swelling of the thyroid gland among adults, and can be occur in association with other disorders such as pernicious anemia, lupus, yeast infections, and rheumatoid arthritis. Congenital hypothyroidism in children, if left untreated, can often lead to mental retardation. Now, the first thing they're telling you to do in order to get sufficient quantities of iodine is to eat kelp. Uh, it says it contains iodine, the most substance, the, the basic substance of the thyroid hormone, and it says caution check with the health physician profession before using this. If you're diagnosed with thyroid problems, this is they're, they're covering themselves in this, and they're also telling you that uh, you can also take thaw, raw thyroid glandular, which I don't think you need to, and methylated B vitamins. That's very important, along with extra B2 and B12. Uh, along with like a cod liver oil supplement for omega-3 fats and also blackstrap molasses for iodine, I'm, so, I'm sorry, for iron in your system and of course vitamin A, C, E, at least 400 I use a day and they're recommending zinc. Then uh, they're just saying that zinc is an immune system stimulant. We talked about that earlier and they're recommending at least 50 milligrams a day for these types of conditions and there's a whole list of different herbs and it says including your diet apricots, dates, egg yolks. Imagine that. They're actually telling you to eat egg yolks, which are very good for you, by the way. Molasses, which is the black strap molasses. We mentioned that earlier. Uh, parsley, uh, prunes, raw seeds, and whole grains. Now, make sure the whole grains are organic. All this stuff needs to be organic. It says eat fish or chicken and raw milk and cheeses. Now, that's only if raw milk is available in your area and legal for you to buy. Uh, you can eat these foods in moderation. Uh, broccoli. Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale, mustard greens. Avoid processed and refined foods, including white flour and sugar. Drink distilled water only. Now that's interesting. That keeps all that keeps them together. Here's why: when you have a problem with your thyroid, in many cases, guys, it's because you're getting too much fluorine or chlorine in your diet. Fluoride and chlorine are both halogens, and the body thinks it's iodine, and so it absorbs it into the thyroid gland. That's why it's telling you to drink distilled water only, which is why I tell you guys to drink distilled water only. We have those available at Health Masters. Begin a moderate exercise program such as you know, walking. It says if you're 35 years or older or have been sedentary for a long time, consult with your doctor before doing an exercise program. It says do not take sulfa drugs or antihistamines unless specifically directed to do so by a physician. And again, it goes into saying avoid fluoride, including the toothpaste and the stuff and chlorine found in water. Chlorine, fluoride, and iodine are chemically rated. They're halogens. I'm reading from the book now. Chlorine and fluoride block iodine receptors in the thyroid gland, resulting in reduced iodine-containing hormone production, and finally in hypothyroidism. I'm going to repeat this. Chlorine and fluoride block iodine receptors in the thyroid gland, resulting in reduced iodine-containing hormone production, and finally in hypothyroidism. And then it goes on and says, because thyroid medication can interact with other medications, take them several hours apart. And it goes into different types of thyroid medications that are available. And it also says the convenient, the conventional treatment for Hashimoto's disease is usually a prescribed prescription of a thyroid hormone that must be taken for the duration of one's lifetime. So I know that's a lot of detail on Hashimoto's. But I want to go back into one of my reference texts and look at that tonight for you guys because we have, that's one of the most common questions that we have, Joe, 
that we get from all over the world. I've been diagnosed with Hashimoto's. What do I do? And that's one of the reasons that our protocol is so effective working with the thyroid at Health Masters. It does a very good job. Plus, remember, guys, a lot of people when their thyroid starts getting very sluggish, they stop making thyroxine, a lot of the thyroid hormones, and they start gaining a lot of fat because their metabolism slows down. One of the primary causes of obesity, other than high fructose corn syrup in the United States, is a sluggish thyroid directly caused by the ingestion of chlorine and fluorine. That's why, remember, chloride, fluorine and chloride are both neurotoxins. You shouldn't eat them or drink them. And, they, and, and chlorine massively increases the risks of heart disease. Fluoride is used as rat poison. It's a byproduct of aluminum production and phosphate production. It's, it's hydrofluorosilicic acid in most cases. It's extremely poisonous to your body. And you should never, <clears throat> excuse me, allow your system to be inundated with fluorine and chlorine. That's why, guys, if you're drinking tap water after you've heard me for so many years on the Hagman and Hagman Show, please, if you don't get anything else from the show tonight, drink reverse osmosis water or distilled water. Distilled is the best. You can add a couple trace minerals and trace aqua trace back into it. Or if you don't want to do the trace minerals, you don't have to. But guys, it's so important to get the fluorine and the chlorine because this thing with thyroid has gone, I mean, we got millions tens of millions of people who've got thyroid disorders primarily because of the halogens that you're ingesting of fluorine and chlorine and making your body, and bromine does the same thing, thinking that they're iodine and they go directly into the thyroid gland. What's the next question, Joe? All right. Uh, thanks, April, for that call. We're going to go to Ann in Colorado next. Ann, you're live with Dr. Ted Brewer. Uh, hi, Dr. Brower. Uh, I have advanced dry macular degeneration. Can that be reversed? If so, how? Okay, how, how's it affecting your eyesight at this point? It's been getting worse for the last decade. I okay. feel like I'm going blind. <laughs> Yeah, well, that macular degeneration is one of the leading causes of blindness. All right, go. Thanks, thank you for calling. What is your name again? Ann. Okay, Ann, thank you so much for calling. Uh, guys, let's talk about macular degeneration real quick. This is really, really important. This is another very important topic that's affecting a lot of people. Now, Ann was diagnosed with the dry form of macular degeneration. There's also a wet form of macular degeneration that I've got to talk to you about for just a second. A wet, the wet form is when the retina starts to bleed from the backside and basically separates. Now, when that happens, it causes the wet form of macular degeneration. Now, the problem with that is, I believe, the reason we've got so many people who have wet macular degeneration now is that everybody's taking blood thinning medicine like aspirin every single day. Aspirin has been linked to wet macular degeneration. You don't have to take aspirin to thin your blood. You can use cod liver oil and you can use vitamin E. Both of those are very, very effective blood thinners. I take them every single day because it's so important that you maintain the viscosity of your blood. It's so important that you drink half your body weight in purified water every single day in ounces. So if you weigh 200 pounds, drink 100 ounces of water a day, 10 10 10-ounce glasses critical that you do that. It helps to maintain a thinner blood. It helps to decrease blood viscosity, which makes the blood flow more efficiently. When you don't drink enough water and your blood gets too thick and they want to put you on blood thinners like aspirin or Coumadin, Coumadin is rat poison by the way, you end up in a situation where the blood 
doesn't want to clot properly, and it can get behind the eye and cause macular degeneration from the wet standpoint. Now, let's talk about. Let me go into detail. This is another. This is a. Okay, the article book I'm reading out of is by Bach, and uh, she says the cause. The disorder causes macular degeneration, causes a progressive visual loss due to the degeneration of the macula, the portion of the retina responsible for the fine vision. It's basically caused by hardening of the arteries that nourish the retina, depriving the tissues of oxygen and nutrients. Macular degeneration is the leading cause of severe visual loss in the United States and Europe in people over the age of 55. This loss of vision may appear suddenly or may progress slowly. Usually, peripheral and color vision are unaffected. There are two types of macular degeneration, the atropic, which is what this lady has, and or dry, which is the more common, 90% of the case, and the wet. And the latter type, the degeneration of the macula is accompanied by hemorrhaging or leaking of fluid from a network of tiny blood vessels, again from the blood thinner, that develop under the center of the retina. This results in scarring and loss of vision. In both cases, because the macula alone is affected, central vision is lost, but total blindness is avoided, just you have a continual decrease of this problem. Some side vision usually is retained. Macular degeneration is probably the result of free radical damage, similar to the type of damage that occurred that induces cataracts. Factors that predispose a person to developing macular degeneration include aging, atherosclerosis, and hypertension, high blood pressure, and environmental toxins. It says heredity may also play a role in this. Now, what's interesting, they're saying coenzyme Q10, which is a great product. We have that at Health Masters, different types. We have the best type. Grape seed extract, which would be pycnogenol, uh, selenium, 400 micrograms a day. Also, vitamin A, which would be the cod liver oil, vitamin C, vitamin E, and zinc again. All kinds of natural things that you can do for this. It says to increase your consumption of green leafy vegetables, especially collard greens, kale, mustard greens, and spinach, and turnip greens. It said avoid alcohol, because remember, alcohol thins the blood. It avoids cigarette smoke because it contracts the blood vessels. All sugars, saturated fats, and foods containing uh, fats and oils that have been subjected to heat or exposed to the air, such as fried foods, hamburgers, lunch, and meats. Also, you need to realize that you know you've got to be on a good lifestyle, and you need to be eating low glycemic carbohydrates. You really need to stay off of sugar, and you need to be taking a good overall multiple vitamin. It's so so very important, Joe. Our ultimate multiple is a product that is in a cellulose gel capsule that is in powder and it's easily absorbable. We have used the highest cellulose gel, the highest quality cellulose gel capsules you can buy. And what it allows us to do is give you a product that opens up in the intestinal tract and allows you to absorb the products the way you're supposed to through the digestion process. When you cover a multiple vitamin in shellac and you put it in your body, it's hard to digest, and in many cases, it passes right through the intestinal tract and out the other side of the body without ever being absorbed, and probably it's not going to be any good for you anyhow because almost all of those types of vitamins are chemical extract or petroleum-based supplements. So you really need to avoid those types of products anyhow. And with vitamins, quite frankly, uh, you're getting what you pay for. Uh, you know, our multiple vitamins like $25 for a month supply. It is a phenomenal product, and I take it every single day. We also have it in powdered form, which people love it because it tastes great, and you can mix it in with a drink if you don't like swallowing pills. It's the ultimate multiple powder. And we also have it in chewable form for children, and children absolutely love it. We talked about that last month on the show. So let's, let's, let's see if we have enough time for one more question there, Joe. 
All right, we're going to go to Janet in Florida. Janet, thanks for holding. You're live with Dr. Ted Brewer. How you there, doing? Janet. There you go. Hi. We can hear you. Can you hear me? Loud can you hear clear. me? We hear you, Janet. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, just making sure. Uh, yeah, I, uh, my question um, is, I, I sent into the Internet, and I saw um, information about Orimus Gold. What do you think about that? I've been seeing it being used for uh, to heal the body and that kind of thing. Um, now, what, what type of gold what do you think about or, Orimus Gold? Uh, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of these different types of products that have basically, thanks for calling. I've seen a lot of these different products which have promoted gold for different types of healing. Uh, again, it's not really recognized as a essential trace mineral. I've read some of the stuff. I haven't seen any clinical research studies that have been done on it, so I can't give you any feedback one way or the other on it as far as one of these trace minerals that may actually help to heal the body. So I don't know. I have I've never used that personally in the clinic when we had it here in Central Florida. So I really can't give you any feedback on that, Joe. So uh, let's let's see if we go one more phone call. Yeah, we can squeeze one more in. We're going to go to Michelle in Arkansas. Thanks for holding, Michelle. You're live with Dr. Ted Brewer. Hi. How are y'all? Last <clears throat> can you, um, Dr. Brower, I have a question uh, concerning statins. Okay. Um, I was diagnosed with high triglycerides when I was like 15. Um, I have refused to take any type of statins. I'm 55 now. All these years, well, about a year ago, I saw a cardiologist, and my triglycerides were 1,100. Well, he liked to fainted and started me on statins. I don't like being on it. Is there anything else that I can do to lower my triglycerides? Oh, sure there are. There are a lot of things that you can do to lower triglycerides. Uh, number one, you got to really change your diet, which is the primary cause of the triglycerides. And by the way, thanks for calling. you got you got to change your yeah. diet. And, and, and basically, uh, you stop, you have to get off of processed food primarily, sugars and juices and those types of things. In addition to that, if you take, if you, we have, we have some really good products. We've got a, they're on the website that help to bring down cholesterol and triglycerides. Uh, you can go to the website and you can look at those tonight. And that's what I recommend. And plus the dietary changes. Plus most of the time when you get the triglycerides down, you can do it by changing the diet. You get off of the dried fruits. You get off of fruit juice, make sure you drink more water, and you stay away from processed foods. And almost invariably, the processed foods, if you're eliminating that kind of junk out of your diet, will massively, massively reduce the triglycerides. All right, Joe, I think we're out of time, buddy. Uh, but uh, I want to yeah. thank you so much for having me on tonight. It's been absolutely wonderful. Well, you covered so much uh, so much ground, and especially getting the calls in there uh, and listener questions. Um, really we always love that, and listeners love that. And, uh, you know, there's uh, so much going on, but the, the health and nutrition stuff is so important. And, uh, we appreciate you taking the time out of your, your schedule, Ted, to come on and, and, uh, share your medical expertise and, and advice and uh, the things you see going on in, in the world that need to be addressed. And, um, you guys have a great show. Uh, again, folks, go to Ted's website, healthmasters.com, and there you can find uh, their radio show, links to their radio show, as well as all the supplements and everything that Ted has to offer. And their radio show airs here on Global Star Radio Network, 3 to 4 p.m., um, Monday through Friday, and then at 10 after our show's over, 10 to 11. And they also air on Sunday, uh, 7 to 8, if I uh, remember correctly. 
So that's, that's, they, that's, that's, that's correct. And also, one more thing with the triglycerides, I'm, 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 I'm talking about the sugar. Avoid fructose like the plague. Never put fructose in your body and uh, really load up on fiber. Stay away from the GMOs and add some type of essential oil in your diet because it really helps slow down the digestion of of these sugars when you do that. So always make sure you use a cod liver oil every single day to help slow down the absorption of these different carbohydrates into your system because there's, there's a lot of natural ways to really lower triglycerides. I remember I talked to Rod Parsley years ago. He's a TV evangelist, and he basically uh, had his triglycerides were over 1,000. His cholesterol was like 600. And I gave him that book. In fact, I gave him the book that we are giving away for free tonight, of the you know top ten foods never to eat, maximum energy. And he called me back like four months later. He'd lost thirty-seven pounds, and everything in his blood chemistry was perfect because he basically applied what he learned in this book that we're giving away for the first the, for, for three hundred dollars. And you order three hundred dollars of the stuff, signed copy of it, and that'll be the end of it. This book will never be reprinted again in hardback. It, it's not going to be. It's not going to happen. But some other things: lose some weight, limit sugar intake. Uh, follow a you know, lower-carbohydrate diet, eat more fiber, exercise on a regular basis, avoid the trans fats we talked about earlier, take the cod liver oil, uh, increase the lot, cod, and start using more olive oil, very, very important. And uh, you have to really cut back on alcohol if you want to lower all these triglycerides down because alcohol is so bad for you guys because it's, it's basically a product of fermentation and it really converts into sugar quickly in the system. Amen. You're exactly right. Ted Brower, Dr. Ted Brower, healthmasters.com, promo code Doug5. Those watching on YouTube, right there. Um, Ted, thanks for being kind. So generous with your time. I know four hours today alone of radio gotta be wearing on you, even with the purple stick, but uh, God bless. <laughs> God bless you, my friend. The, the purple stick is worn off. <laughs> well, bless you guys. Joe, thank you so much. Uh, again, support Hagman and Hagman. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. I appreciate you guys getting your multiple vitamins from us. You guys mean the world to us. You guys are the best. The Hagman listeners and our listeners are the absolute best. And Hodges and Zawinski, we got some really good people listening to the shows. And we want to oh, thank absolutely. you guys for being here for us. God bless you guys, Joe and Doug. And I'll, right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night, sir. God bless you, too. All right. Yeah, well, I'll have to give off to talk to Ted this weekend. Um, my goodness. Uh, again, a, a man who um, who gives away his – who gives the gift of time and information. You know, it, People pay for this information, the stuff that he is given, the advice, or am I allowed to use that word, advice? The recommendations. So, uh, very much, very, very kind. Um, folks, again, very excited to announce our, our trajectory, or the show trajectory. You are going to be noticing some, some changes, very positive, and we've got you to thank. And uh, I just, I cannot, we collectively cannot and individually cannot thank you enough from the bottom of our hearts for uh, your support. We are a listener-supported broadcast primarily. Uh, we we rely upon you um, to for our existence, and, and we apply what we, what we receive very judiciously. And our goal here is to expose the evils to take down the evils but to be proactive not just talk about problems a lot of shows do that but to provide you with solutions and you heard solutions tonight especially for the personal help but solutions for and, and tactics um, whether it be open tactics like discussed yesterday and you can find this on our video or YouTube channel 
the honeybee, and you know this is going to sting. Um, you can you can find the proactive side of things there and others, and uh, the uh, informational part. But uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, regardless of what venue that you listen. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It uh, does elevate us uh, in terms of numbers, which increases our visibility, which provides us with a level of insulation. Subscribe or follow us on our social networking platforms individually, collectively for the show. And don't forget uh, HagmanReport.com. Yep. Our uh, website. Each and every day there are uh, plenty of new articles and original content from authors like Stephen Menking. We have uh, Peter Chowka, Michael Snyder, their stuff up there, as well as uh, other information that is curated from across the Internet. And it's a lot of uh, important news stories and media and news analysis. But you know, the, the, uh, the, the writers like Peter Chowka, uh, some of the most brilliant, in my view, brilliant minds and most uh, uh, talented activists, I say activists, that's probably not the right word to use, but people who get things done. And uh, I just admire every each and every one of those people. So much to learn, so much uh, exposure. And I think, I think we're on the right track, folks. I really do. Your email suggestions are welcome. Studio at Hagman and Hagman.com. We read all of the emails that we do get. We don't have, there's no way we can answer every email. But we try to. I mean, we certainly read read them all. And, and folks, this, of course, a week with a weekend coming up. Always tuned to HagmanReport.com if anything does break, or our, our personal social networking feeds, Twitter feeds. If anything does break this weekend, we'll be talking about it, and we'll be uh, keeping you informed about it. Uh, and again, we are going to be going. We are essentially a twenty four seven operation. And um, uh, now that doesn't mean that we broadcast 24-7 um, live, but it does mean that should something of, of merit happen, we will be taking to the airwaves. Joe, uh, by the way, I want to thank uh, John, uh, program producer and uh, program director and producer for a great week. A great week next week lined up many, many new guests. Um as I mentioned before, Senator Tom Coburn, former Senator Tom Coburn, coming up, as well as many others. I want to thank uh, the fine people at WorldNetDaily, WND.com, and uh, Brent Belusky, and really all uh, everyone who's chipped in and really, really, uh, and each and every one of you, by the way. Each Absolutely. and every one of you. Each and every one of you. That'll do it for us. Until next week, stay safe. God bless. Have a great weekend. 